Guys, <laughs> are we episode 220? We're here, we're here, 220. We're live. Happy Monday. We're here, we're queer, <laughs> and we are alive. I mean, we'll, we'll touch base on that a little bit. Jeez, man, what a weekend, huh? What'd you guys do? I was watching the I Grammys, wa- yeah. I watched it three times actually. Yeah, it's on replay at his house right now. It's on DVR. <laughs> what about you? Grammys? I don't have DVR, but I've been, you know. <laughs> Anything interesting happened over the weekend, gentlemen, before we jump into the show? I mean, nothing out of the ordinary. Just another beautiful just weekend. Another be- yeah. Beautiful Sunday, the weather, weekend. Sunday, the weather was nice compared to today. Colder today. Sunday was yesterday, right? Yeah. It was yesterday. You're absolutely right about that. <laughs> I would hope it was yesterday. We don't have our dates mixed up. You all notice these two gentlemen are halfway through the bottle. <laughs> And I'm still on coffee. The bottle was briefly touched a few, a few a dozen or so episodes ago. Yes. Yeah, it's a, it's a Dalmore. What is it? A sixteen or fifteen? Alexander. Oh, you guys dude. are having the. We don't mess around, time. man. Uh, Robert had brought this. That's an excellent. Yeah, Robert. It's a good one. We actually, <clears throat> we actually have a pretty nice collection. Are we yeah. buzzing? By the yeah, way, we are buzzing. I hope we're not buzzing too loud. Levick's right. It was a, a beautiful weather to be flying some air balloons and chemtrails in the skies. Yes, there was plenty of that over the weekend. Well, yeah. I mean, before we talk about air, the chemtrails and the air balloons, uh, I wanted to ask you guys this. Obviously, we know that there was a earthquake that took place in Turkey and Syria. Um how do you guys feel about the situation there? Because I know we briefly kind of texted about it with uh, the guys from Medhedosnet as well. I've been having like mixed emotions about the situation there. I don't know if you guys want to jump in on this first before we go into the we weather we balloon. Can, definitely. China's weather, China's <laughs> weather balloon. China. Because weather balloon. Yeah. Because here's the thing. I feel bad for what happened, obviously, because uh, my family went through the same thing in Gyumri. But at the same time, I'm just like, oh, well. I, and then I go back again. And I think about the kids and innocent civilians and people that may not be 
what technically politicians and govern and government officials are, and then I feel bad again. But then I remember 1915, and then I remember Aprilian, and then I remember 2020 war. And, and then do you remember some Turks actually helped Armenians yeah. in 1915? Yeah. And then like, I, I just go, I, it's like this... <clears throat> It's like this yo-yo emotion that I've been going through. And I'm just like, at this point, I'm just like lost as far as like, shit, like, what do I do? Like, you don't know which side of the aisle to be on right now. You don't know yeah, if you're... because I don't want to be a quote-unquote Davajan. But at the same time, you're just like, no, bro, these people killed our people. You walk, And then you go, yeah, but there was kids there. 4 a.m. earthquake hits, innocent kid is sleeping in his bed. I know, you know... You guys want a, me to say something controversial on it? Go ahead. What about those same kids who are going to be fighting other Armenians days later? I mean, it's sad to say, right? I get but it. I already said it, so fuck it. Look, ultimately, see, here's the thing. There's there's a lot of Armenians who are like, oh, this is God's response to what they've been doing to us. But then on the flip side, during tough times, I see Armenians doing nothing and just praying and saying God's going to protect us. Look, look, ultimately, nothing should be resolved at the expense of innocent. citizens, innocent citizens. Now, would some of those kids grow up to be Turkish soldiers who will then fight against Armenian soldiers? Yes, very likely. But that's not to say you want them to be killed in an earthquake. That doesn't resolve the matter in Artsakh or Armenia or anywhere in the world. Yeah. It's just like if the earthquake happened in Turkey and then Erdogan and his all his goons were in the earthquake and no one else died, I'd be laughing right now. Yeah. But that's not the case. That See, piece I, of shit's still alive and those innocent people are Well, dead. the piece of shit doesn't live probably in a complex that would even yeah. collapse during an earthquake. I'm sure. Yeah, man. Some of these sure. buildings you saw collapse, they were collapsing like it was like a demolition, man. Like the World Trade Center. Yeah, yeah. Like a, Just like, a little slower, though. Yeah. I mean, it was, it's, again, I, I'm, 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 ho- I'm, I'm hoping people actually... <laughs> this guy just you know, skipped at, right by. At, yeah, at 4 a.m., I'm hoping people actually got out in time, and I'm hoping the videos of those buildings actually collapsing, those buildings are actually empty. It's wishful thinking, yeah. But I like what he said better. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, obviously. That's I mean, to get controversial, that's, that's yeah. I mean, that's a whole different. Ball, yeah. He's ball. like, the buildings are falling slow. <laughs> yeah, we got to bring Mike Ballion on for that episode. He'll probably <laughs> vent for an hour on that. But uh, I don't know, man. Like, I, that's why I wanted to kind of start off the show with kind of it's at a least feelings. Yeah, bro. at least at least you know thoughts and prayers go out to the the innocent yeah people you know that were affected by this tragedy because it wasn't only obviously Turkey. Uh, it was hit in Syria and Aleppo. And, you know, obviously there's a big Armenian community there, a big Christian. There's an Armenian community in Turkey, too. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, where the earthquake hit <clears throat> is actually where Armenians live. Well, yeah, it's it's it's, uh, Armenian it's historic lands. Armenia. It's yeah, historic Armenia. Armenia. So, you know, there's a huge Armenian you know population there as well. I know, you know, I'm, sh- I'm sure from our followers, there's people, especially in the Syrian area, the Aleppo area, that have family members there and, you know, we wish everybody health and I hope nobody's actually, you know, injured and hurt there. So, uh, look, I, the way I look at things is a mother is a mother, right? Whether you're an Armenian mother, whether you're Turkish mother, whether you're British mother, at the end of the day, you still brought another human being into this world. 
You don't want to see them die because of a catastrophe. Nor do you want to always, even more so, see them die because of a war that greedy politicians can't seem to uh, get a handle on and so many thousands of innocent young boys and even girls have to I think sacrifice I would their say lives. It a different way. I think the politicians get, can't get enough of wars. That's what I would say. Well, that's the way they profit. Yeah. yeah See, Biden tweeted out today, you know, his thoughts and prayers go out to the victims and the people that were affected by the tragedy. And then he turns around and also in the same tweet, he mentions that, you know, if there's anything that we can do and send and aid with, you know, we're willing to do it. So see, this is this is a very big double-edged sword right now because obviously, again, you, you feel bad for the victims and what happened to the people. But at the same time, he's helping the same people that, you know, committed genocide against us that he mentioned saying the words genocide. And it's taking place right now where there's ethnic cleansing going on in Artsakh, where Armenians are being basically removed from their homes, removed from their land. And well, he, today you know, they're not even being removed from their homes. They're being held as prisoners. They're, they're basically, in their yeah, own lands. in their own land, literally. They're completely, the defini- if you want the definition of landlocked, that's landlocked. You can't do Ethnic shit. Ethnic cleansing. Yeah. yeah. So there's that going on now, but you won't send aid there. Well, they're having discussions, though. I mean, give I mean, them a break, how, how much? Adam Schiff has had many discussions. Oh yeah, but just like Karen Bass, yeah, right? She they, tweeted they out. Had well, many absolutely. Discussions. Come on, it's, man. It's been what now? We're going on sixty-one days, or how many days has it been? Yes. Yeah. And we're two months. We're just having discussions. That's. I mean, so that's slow discussions. I mean, here's what I would say: What are we doing about it? Really, nothing. What do we have in our hands to do? Nothing. Well, see, that's the thing, man. A lot of people, when they say, well, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? I, I get it. I mean, you can say, what are you doing all you want? But at the end of the day, when there's nobody listening and the agenda and basically the fate of whatever is about to happen has already been written in stone, what are you going to do? I mean, they were talking about doing protests in front of politicians' houses and closing off freeways and doing this. And then, yeah, Karen Bass basically tweeted something and all of a sudden it all died out. That's it. Oh, everybody's still landlocked. Think about it. The fact that they did something about it and got a tweet out of it, it's still better than what we used to get. You really think that tweet did anything? That tweet was basically, shut up, I got to go to bed. Yeah. That's what it was. Okay. Okay. Well, then they wrote a letter. Paul Kikorian exactly. and Karen Bass. So you, you guys are talking about Karen Bass. Where the hell is Paul Kikorian? I, don't know. I would love to have him here. I would love to ask him these questions because he is supposed to be representing all of us here. Look, I, What he, is he, he doing? Here's the thing. That's, and we've, we've touched on this many episodes ago and everybody thinks... You and I think if, if if I became the mayor of Glendale, if I became the mayor of L.A., if I became the president of the city council, here's how I would do things. That's fantastic. Then you get the job. Then you realize there's commands you follow. There's rules you follow. Regulations, yeah. Regulations. And then you've got the people that own everything that you need to follow. And you realize you don't have as much power as you think you did when you were running for that position. And so your hands are tied because there's only so much you can do. And I'm not making excuses for them. Again, I don't know what that position entails. I don't know what power Kikorian has technically when it comes to 
Artsakh or Armenia. I don't think he has much power. I don't think he does. Any, I don't think any local official does. Yeah. But just come out and say, I don't have any power. Just say something. The but, silence but, is the silence is louder I, than yes. Just, but I wish they would come out and guide us and say, "Listen, guys, you're wasting your time knocking on Karen Bass's door. This is what, what you need to do. do is you need to go to Washington D.C. You need to speak to so and so senator, congressman, whoever I don't know, whoever that individual is, the ambassador to NATO or well, I don't know. That's going to get you." possibly some results direction don't waste your time protesting on the 134 or the la airport or all the you're wasting time you're becoming a nuisance but even that's not being presented to us we're just blindly everybody's that's the reason do i don't blame people for doing what they do i do not blame well, people that are going and protesting in front of the politicians i don't blame them nobody's blaming them i just wish there was somebody who knew the uh, roadmap and would say, listen, guys, this is what you need to do to potentially have even minimal results. Well, the idea behind going to Karen Bass's, uh, you know, home to protest or, you know, the mayor's home to protest was basically get connection to Kamala Harris, which is another useless person. But uh, basically Kamala Harris was at the inauguration for Karen Bass. So, you know, everybody looked at it saying, you know what? They're actually connected. It's the VP. Um, we go to Karen Bass. Karen Bass will get us to the VP. Long behold, when they went to her, and this was on the phone call, man. Uh, I think it was. Uh, well, the, the gentleman that was on our show, <clears throat> Wilson Bush. Yeah, yeah, uh, Donald Bush. Donald Bush, yes. yeah. Donald Bush was on the phone call, and she said, she goes, I don't know. Kamala personally, I don't know how to get a hold of her, connect with her really, which, you know, it kind of tells you that, okay, um, that didn't work. I get it. A local official is going to tweet something, but I mean, we're, we're basically <clears throat> protesting in an area and in a place that everybody knows what's, you know, what's, what's going on. I think it has to go. I, I think it has to go basically, you know, to Washington at this point, like you, we need to basically go to Washington and uh, make noise there. The exact same noise that we're making it in, L- in LA it has to go there, and I and but, I mean people in LA going to Washington. See, I would I would think that maybe Donald would know the roadmap to right because he's a political consultant, yes, so he, he may understand how to go through the trenches and who you need to go to in order to get to get some type of response. That's why the but, po- him going there was. Maybe the sign that that's the way to go. He was ahead. Of, he was spearheading the whole protest, correct? Yeah, but ultimately, this boils down to, like some of the commenters are saying, boils down to energy. You've got wherever we have that landlock right now. There's resources there. I've read different numbers, but it could be in the upwards of a trillion dollars worth of resources, right? And in thirty years, our government did nothing because. It was supposedly or maybe it, it is an environmental hazard to do so. I don't know. But if you're talking about a trillion dollars worth of resources, are we surprised that Azerbaijan and Russia and whoever else is fighting to, to grab that and utilize it and no, capitalize on it? Not, I'm not surprised at all. I mean, it's a, it's a plan of pan-Turkism, basically just, you know, 
ultimately what's going to happen is basically when they do open those roads, the only way it's going to work is people going out and no one's going to be allowed to come in. And they'll do the same thing six months after that and a few more thousand people will leave. Yeah, see, I mean, Nelly was saying, you know, it's don't be, you know, as far as being naive about, you know, the White House not knowing on not knowing what's going on in Artsakh, it's not about the White House. The White House is obviously well aware of what's going on, but it's to make international news, not local news. Because local news right now... You don't now, think international knows about it? Uh, here's the thing. I don't think outside of California, outside of L.A. County, a lot of people know what's going on. Even in L.A. County. So imagine, imagine, I know, even in L.A. County. So imagine if you have a rally of thousands of people rallying in front of the White House where it's like, holy shit, these people are in front of the White House and they're not leaving. At that point, not, not local Fox, but Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, those people get involved as far as, okay, there's something going on. And you hey, must man, be out of your mind, bro. Well, what else would you? What else would you say? Oh, are you, you? These people are working against their own government. You think they're gonna come help you? CNN, this no, and that. No, what no, 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 no. What he's That's saying? What if, saying. If, if let's say twenty thousand of us went to the White House or the Capitol, yeah, and we camped there, we're not. Leaving. We're not leaving. We're not leaving till there's adequate coverage. And the world knows about it. I mean, the European Union, United Nations. Yeah, everybody. Knows, everybody knows about it, right? Yes. And they've supposedly aided with some uh, medicine and food and whatnot. No, no it's but, not enough. It's yeah. not enough. It's not enough. It's It has to, dude, it has to be something where we, I'm not kidding you. Hey, listen, it's not illegal to be homeless. I am willing to be homeless for about a week there. I'll, I'll, I'll survive off of some McDonald's in Washington. Why not? Are you willing to do it? You know what? If we're if we could rally a, with, li- I'm not kidding you. Like what he was saying, ten, twenty thousand people. I'm down. Someone's got to start it, chief. I'm, are, you, I'm, are you willing to be that person? Am I no? Because I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. That's, I'm not that person to lead this. I wouldn't know how to. I wouldn't know. I'm not. I'm not. Look, uh, Armenians are known as the you know all chiefs know Indians, but I'm look. I'm I'm telling you, I'm not that person. You're to, not that chief. I'm not that chief. No, there's no way. There's no way. I, I I wouldn't know what to what to do. It has to be somebody that has certain connections, knows how to speak to these politicians. I, I no man. I it's, it's, Armon's calling Donald Wilson. Are you calling Donald right. Wilson? Oh, I'm, I'm actually going to text him right now. Call him. <laughs> no, no. I want to text him uh, to see if he's available for a quick phone call. Sure. Because I, I I think. We look. We have a bunch of people watching us on Facebook and on YouTube, guys. Honestly, share this video and uh, and I want to ask you guys this: If a rally was to get together on a five day protest in Washington, in front of the Capitol or in front of the White House, where we camp out and we say with Armenian flags and I don't know, man, with tents, with banners, with everything, would you be willing to give up? five days of your life to basically save a life in Artsakh or in Armenia. Would you be willing to do that? I think, I think majority of people would do it. Bro, I, w- I would take my whole family there. I would, maybe the kids could go on some, I don't know if there's water parks or something there. They, yeah, the kids would do their, park, whatever. do their own thing. And, water. 
No. Well, <laughs> you know, anything. There's a lot of history about, in Washington. How about this? The kids could go and yeah, the kids could go and do some some children's activities because obviously we don't need them to be protesting uh, in front of the Capitol or in front of the White House. But as an adult, as a, as you know, the man of the house, you go out there and you actually camp out. I'm down. Well, right. hopefully we can get Mr. Wilson on a call today, tonight, and pick his brain a little bit. Again, if he doesn't, if he's not available, it's understandable because this we was not pre-planned. We can even reach out to Robert because he's been involved the whole time as well. Yeah, but... And look at that. Don Donald is an expert in flight, this. Uh, flight and boarding can be booked through Martini Travel. Thank you, there Joe. You, thank there you, Joseph. Go, Joe. Complimentary, guys, that is. <laughs> He's willing to twenty thousand of you, 20, all twenty thousand of you. And if for some reason your flight gets, you know, transferred over to Jamaica or Negril or shut what, up and enjoy shut it. Shut up and enjoy it. Literally. Uh, I I I think that's the way to make international headlines, man. Because you look at all the shit that's going on in Ukraine. That's all MSNBC, Fox, and CNN are talking yeah, about. Yeah, but that's just interest, bro. I that's it's different. all about interest. Yeah. Well, who's talking about Iran? Nobody, I mean, because Iran is our enemy. And, and you, Armenia is our ally? What do you think Armenia this is, is today? No, 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 no. This is a humanitarian issue. No, it's not. Yes, it's it is, okay, man. So you are talking about you Turkey, have, bro. No, you have people locked in their houses, in their lands with no food, no water, no uh, medicine, no, no, listen, nothing I going I agree with out. you, bro, but look at it through the eyes of America. What was 15,000 Iranians being threatened to be executed? That's... Oh, that's not humanitarian. I, 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 well, this is again. It's it's a very politics is dirty, man. It is dirty. Politics is dirty. But you got to look at it through the lens of America. So basically, then you're basically saying there's no point of doing whatever we just we literally just spent 15 minutes talking about. No, always worth doing, bro. You got to do your part. As an Armenian, the worst thing you can do is not do anything. Well, that's what that's I'm, the one thing. See, you, that's the worst. Now, those people that were making fun of anyone going to protest, that's the worst thing you can do. Because in see, my eyes. Look, picture this, man. See, I, I'm seeing Vic saying he's there. John saying fire up the Vespa scooters. Bro, pick, <laughs> like, I'm not kidding you, man. Imagine like just a small group of us. Five, okay? It's you. It's Armand. It's me. It's John. It's Vic. That's the five of us just knowing each other. Being there together. And that's just five people. Can I bring my scooter? You can bring your scooter. Okay. But okay. picture I'm, I'm, now. That's just the five of us being there protesting, and then you have Mike, and then you have another person, and then you have you have friends of friends, and then friends of cousins, and other brothers, and other sisters, and other cousins, and their cousins, and their friends. Bro, it'll be this. Are you pissed off, Joseph and Matt? Why? What happened? What did you I didn't say? Mention them. Well. Joe, well, Joe's going to be there with us. Well, if he's obviously. taking I'm all just, of us. Again, I'm just, How about again, Matt? You don't want the 6'8 Armenian guy? Yes, Matt, and I'll stand on your shoulders and I'll wave a flag. Look. <laughs> stand, <laughs> or you, you could stand on my might, shoulders. You might even go over the wall at that point, bro. <laughs> I'll, I'll, be, I'll be thing. I'll be pepper sprayed and <laughs> sniped. But uh, I, I, again, like I said, it needs to make international news. See, Minel is right. That Baraye singer got a Grammy last night. But... I still don't think even Iran being as as big of a country, as big of a threat, as as big of a relevance in, when it comes to energy 
they talked about it for a couple of weeks. It was, everybody was talking about it. And I haven't heard anything about it. I haven't seen honestly anything on social media. About well, it. Remember about Iran? Yes. Have There's you? There's a mural going up on Glen Oaks and Grandview. Yeah. 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 There is right, right in front of Carl's Jr. Right. Where the that juice stop is. Juice stop. Because the owner oh. is Iranian Armenian. Oh, so. Adis. Adis yeah. is putting Yeah, yeah. So he's putting I don't a, know if he's, he's putting a mural. Well, it could be the nail place. You never know. Well, oh. no. It's next. Yeah. Yeah. The Vietnamese are putting up an Iranian mural. It's Armenian owned. Is it? Yeah. Oh, geez. I thought it was Vietnamese. Because there was Vietnamese <laughs> workers there. Yeah, but okay. You put up a mural, man. You could put up a mural in one of the buildings in there. Again, it's something where it's happening. It's it's locally. It's something where. Bro, it's like basically. Okay, let me ask you this. So that mural that's going up right there. Why couldn't that be something that had to do with Artsakh? Because it's in it's in a place where everybody knows about it. That's 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 the problem, man. Yeah, yeah. You can't it. protest and you can't bring in information and protest about something that everybody knows about it in Glendale. Everybody. Ninette thinks you're sexist, by the way, because you didn't mention a single woman's name. Gee, I make All a I make, I make a I make a video I make a video on uh, the Wise Nuts uh, little. Infomercial, commercial little thing, and this Narina says there, there was no any women guests. You had some amazing women guests, and some sexist. Now I don't mention a woman, and all of a sudden I'm sexist there as well. So are you sexist at this point? What is considering? A woman? What is a woman? Vagine. What is a woman? I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> he could be. Okay, no, on a serious note, do you guys know what the definition of a woman is? What is the definition of a woman, Arnold? No, seriously. No, I'm. Uh, I don't know if I've ever looked it up. I didn't think I, I had to. I would say anyone that has the capability to give birth. No, well, a man could give birth today. A feline, female lion could give birth. Okay, I'm talking about humans. Humans, bro. okay. Woman. <clears throat> to me, it's the it, woman is a... You want me to give you the definition of a woman? <laughs> individual that can give birth. No, well, a man could give birth in today's no, society. No, they can't. No, 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 they can't. JJ is asking if he can go see that property right now. <laughs> Bro, my phone blew up, man. My phone blew up. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Everyone's like shocked. What the hell? Are these By guys the way, I texted about? that to him, so I get. 20, Did you? Twenty-five percent cut. Oh, you're asking too high. Twenty-five. I can't. About a twenty-five percent. Here's a. Let's see. We're going to go off topic, man. Jesus, I don't want to talk well, about that. Well, it's right okay. Now. Donald's going to color right now. If he does, if he does, but I, I, bro, I, I'm not kidding you. I got 35 calls regarding that. That Myrtle property? Yeah, and it's it's junk. Like it's the whole thing needs to be oh, like. That's great. What is it? That's like one point three junk, guys. 1.3. Junk. This is your real estate 1. right 3. here. It is. It's junk. It's it's not worth it. <laughs> he says I'm outside. You, tell them to come out. <laughs> 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 didn't, camping? Didn't he say don't bother the tenants? I did. Jay? I told him. Like, it's, <laughs> when Jay, Jay, <laughs> Jay messaged me and then it, right on Instagram it said, do not say anything inappropriate. I'm like, well, I know Jay's not following me back because I can't say anything inappropriate. Well, Jay said you asked him to follow you. I said, Jay, ask him for a commitment. Let him accept your offer before you commit to following him. I did not ask him to follow me. Well, we're having Jay Oh, you said you're not even deal. following me? Something no. of that nature. No, no. I, I'll show you what I said to him. I think I have the text. Hold on. You have Jay following you? No, 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 no. Oh, that's a big deal. I've always asked him to follow my page. He here's, never he, here's what I said. So it said... Uh, Maybe so, because you aren't following So me. D, Yeah. Uh, he said, details, por favor. <laughs> and I said, Instagram is asking me to be respectful to you. LOL. Uh, Maybe because you aren't following me. 
I'm like, uh, Lava, you, you, Lava, you texted me because he texted you're me. You're insinuating that he needs to be following you. You said. No, I said Instagram is asking me to be respectful to you. No, no, no the one before that. You said this right here. maybe because you aren't following me. Ha, ha, ha. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What does that mean? What does that say to you? Go ahead and follow. Yeah. Go ahead and follow me if you want my attention. No, no, not That's really. He texted. No, we actually had the conversation via text before. Uh, is that Donald? All right. Is that yes. Donald? All right, guys. So we're gonna go back to Artsakh uh, right now. Fucking JJ. <laughs> Mr. Bush, Mr. Donald Wilson Bush. Can you hear me? Oh, Sorry. On, give me on, one on, sec. On, give on, me one on, sec. Hold on, Let hold me. On, hold on. Can you hear me now? I can. Can you All hear right. me? Yes. Okay. Now we hold can. on. Hold on. Can everybody hear him? Give us Please one second, comment. Donald. Please comment if you can hear Donald. Donald, give us a check one, two, check one, two. Check one, two, check one, two, A, B, C, one, two, three. Good evening, everyone. Right. Beautiful. Good how, evening. How buddy. are you, Donald? I am well. This is perfect timing. I was just walking in the door from putting my kids to bed after a day at Alec Pelibos. Very oh, nice. Beautiful. Very nice. So real quickly, for those of our viewers who um, may not remember who you are or did not watch the episode when you were on our show. If you can just give us a brief background of uh, uh, what your expertise are and all that, and then we can get into the nitty-gritty of uh, Artsakh and Armenia. Sure. My name is Donald Wilson Bush, and I am a Woodrow Wilson family descendant. Uh, he's a cousin of mine. We share the same great-great-grandfather from Londonderry, Scotland. Uh, excuse me, Londonderry, Northern Ireland, but um, our family goes back to the clan gun in Northern Scotland. I've been a political consultant in Washington, D.C. for the last now 34 years. Um, also Sacramento, California, Richmond, Virginia. Spent some time in New York uh, doing some work. But for the last 15 years, I have focused most of my energies on recruiting, organizing, mentoring, and educating a new generation of young Armenian leaders that can revitalize Armenia and preserve it um, in perpetuity. So my work in the last six or seven years has been specifically, at least since the Trump administration, is to connect my new Hayasanti um, group of compatriots, younger men primarily, who have studied law, pharmacy, and medicine. They were born in Yerevan, but raised here in Southern California. We were just a ragtag group meeting every week for three or four years, and then when the war hit in 2020, suddenly we were put on the front burner. Um, and it's been ball to the wall ever since. Um, we've created an organization called the Armenian National Association. And we filed our paperwork um, roughly a year ago. And we are just now, we finished beta testing our membership um, program. And we are preparing to engage the Washington, D.C. lobbying game at the same level as the Jews, the Turks, and the Azeris. So I come to this um, position as executive director, president, CEO, 
of the Armenian National Association um, from the Odar side, but now with a very, very significant knowledge base of what it means to live inside the Armenian immigration imagination. I've married into the Armenian family. I have over 140 immediate family members in a 10-mile radius of the Hollywood sign. My children are a full 50% Armenian, speak Armenian fluently. And now it's simply a matter of coming to terms with the fact that I now know beyond a shadow of a doubt that the Western Collective, which is Washington, D.C., London, Brussels, Paris, the Western Collective that is now pointing all of their guns at Putin under the direction of the Washington Western Consensus is absolutely allowing Aliyev on the east and Erdogan on the west to put pressure on my family and friends in Armenia, the Kolpashinian specifically, to make a decision, leave Putin and join the west. Sadly, I go to bed every night almost ashamed and no, no less sad that my American government has chosen this strategy. And as I've said in the last three protests, choose a different strategy. You cannot use my family and friends anymore as a pawn on their chest board of blood. Um, Now, do you well, think that would be a benefit to Armenia or a downfall if Armenia chose the West over Russia? Well, this has been the, the agenda of the Western Collective since 1991 when Vladimir Putin's predecessors, those nationalists in Russia that would eventually choose him to be their leader, they created the CSCO, the Collective Strategy, uh, sorry, the Collective Strategic Treaty Organization, as a counterbalance, a counterforce to NATO. And they made it clear, if you allow Latvia, Lithuania, Estonia, um, Poland, all of these former CIS countries, if you allow them to join NATO, we will not stand for it. And piece by piece, Um, country by country, that happened, and Russia, under Putin, until 2014, 2013-2014, when he slapped back on um, Crimea, they'd already allowed Georgia to go, and Ukraine had gone. Well, if you go back to 1991, the CFTO, as a counterforce to NATO, it was created in February, well, what was created in March? less than four weeks later, the OSCE Mint Group with the single um, agenda item was to normalize relations in the caucuses by resolving the Nagorno-Karabakh issue. So it has been de facto the single focus of the Washington Western Consensus to normalize relations in the region so that they can start pouring money in to um, extract 
all of the value because that's what the Washington Western consensus does. That's what global capitalism does, right? They move in, they bring their money, they enrich the people, but they extract whatever value there is. So there's been this, you know, 20 year waiting game since the, um, in the sicko, the end of the last century, you've had 20 years of Armenia remaining pristine. And I had this conversation with Serge Tankia uh, probably a year ago when I asked him to help me help Mike Pence's law group, you know, bring Armenia into the Western collective. And Serge says, no, 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 we need to leave Armenia Christine, we need to allow her to stay innocent in this space. I'm sorry, that was uh, three years ago we had that conversation. It was just before the war. Then the war hit. And I realized that that is not possible. Armenia cannot remain unaffiliated. So the question is, will Nicole, who is not making the decision now to leave the CSTO, which Nancy Pelosi made clear, that's what we want you to do. We want you to leave the CSTO, come to us, and we will, quote unquote, take care of you. Well, that hasn't worked very well in the past because, as uh, Winston Churchill said, you can always count upon the Americans to do the right thing after they've expended all other possibility. So the question is, if Nicole chooses to leave the CSTO and chooses to take the conditional move to the Western Collective, how will the elected officials in the United States stay true to that course? And I only have one answer to that, and that is the spirit must organize unify and hold the Western powers accountable to whatever they promise Armenia to make the move. So in my honest opinion, my educated guess, if Vladimir Putin goes down in Ukraine and Nicole sees that here's an opportunity to make the move, from the Russian sphere to the Western space. Yes, it will be a positive thing for Armenia. Money will flow in like it's never flown in before. You will see a aggregate rise in economic value and GDP will rise. But how long will it last? Which is exactly what we were talking about, Donald, as far as you saying you know, the spurk, the spurk, which is basically um, Armenians outside of Armenia, whether it's America, whether it's France, whether it's Italy, doesn't matter where it is, outside of Armenia. Uh, we were discussing, you know, the protest that took place uh, to Karen Bass's home, which uh, the mayor's home, quote unquote, not her actual residence, but the, the mayor's home. Yeah. And you got on a phone call with her and, you know, it was very late in the night. She picked up the phone and she was able to speak to you. And I know you guys were basically speaking to her to get uh, Kamala Harris involved in this. And 
you know, she kind of uh, backpedaled a little bit and kind of uh, said that, oh, she has no relations with her and blah, 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 kind of the typical po- political uh, backtracking. But uh, what we were talking about with the boys before we had you on the line was how would you feel if we were to set up, not, I'm not, I'm sorry, not we, but somebody were to set up a rally to Washington, D.C. And we're not talking about like 200, 300, 400 people. I mean, we're talking about an actual rally camping out in front of whether it's the Capitol or whether it's the White House. And I'm talking about thousands of us. Thousands. I mean, P, I, I guarantee you this. If we know something will happen as far as internationally or nationwide news, meaning CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, nationwide news that we will get some sort of coverage instead of all these little local mom and pops as far as Fox 11 and KTLA 5 and uh, KCLA 9, whatever it is, internet, uh, national news. I think every, I think a lot of people will get up and we will be in the thousands to rally. Well, bro, there are more than 1.2 million Armenians in America. And, right and I wish all, all 1.2 million would come, but again, I'm speaking realistically here. So be, realistically, you have to have a plan with a goal, and the goal must have a brand, and you pump that out. It's called PR, and that's one of the three legs that holds up lobbying. Lobbying at the level of the Jews, the Turks, and now the Azeris, it, it, it has three legs, and the Azeris are only using two of them right now. They're using politics and protest. Excuse me, politics and PR. They're not doing much protest at all. But we have all three at our disposal. Politics, PR, and protest. How, how do, sorry, how do we have politics at our disposal? Yeah, seriously, that's what I was about to ask. Because you have at least four congressional districts in the United States right now with a majority of the swing vote. It's not a majority of the vote, but it's the majority of the swing vote. Frank Pallone, um, Adam Schiff, um, not Brad Sherman, but um, what's his name? Um, Tony Curtis, and to a greater or lesser extent, Robert Menendez as senator in New Jersey. You have these um, these enclaves of Armenian strongholds that if they were to vote in a single direction and not cancel each other out, as we've been you know, known to do, you can, you can move the political needle. But it's simply a matter of getting all the Armenian ships sailing in the same direction. Yes? So, but to your original point, what if we were to stage a sizable um, event where days, 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 as in like Joe was mentioning, you know, he just messaged. He said, not a segment, like a 30 second segment, actual, an actual segment segment as in like whatever they've been used to cover. Oh yeah. Exactly. What's been going on with basically Ukraine and all this, uh, you know, the war in Ukraine and Russia, something where it's a constant coverage as in, we don't leave until, one, two, three, four days. This is all they talk about to the point where everybody goes, holy shit, this must be more serious than we thought it was. Yeah. Well, this is what 
I've been asking my young uh, attorney leaders to consider is something, you know, sizable, orders of magnitude, 10, 20, 30 times what we did during the war. But to do that, it would require a commitment on the part of the leaders to accept something on the, on the order of a million Armenian march, like the million man march, right? You may not get that million on the mall, but you get 340,000 Armenians from Paramus, New Jersey, Watertown, Massachusetts, Columbus, Ohio, Atlanta, Georgia, Southern California, Fresno. You have Boston, Philly, New York. There's Boston. a bunch. There's a bunch of Armenians there too, man. Because yeah. c- could you could you imagine we meet from LA? I'm just talking about we meet our Boston and New York people in Washington, yeah. like because they're they're literally a train right away. They're literally yeah. a train right away. They get there before us, and then we meet with. I mean, again, Armand was saying it as well. I'm, we're not talking about hundreds. We're talking about like twenty, thirty thousand people. But do you think that would be effective, Donald? Or do you think, because you mentioned the uh, the four politicians' names, if we were to, uh, you know, persuade the votes, then that would move the political needle. So which one, well, which one would be more effective? Because I know you guys had a protest, um, I want to say maybe five, six weeks ago, in front of the L.A. mayor's... Uh, mansion and you personally spoke to mrs karen bass yes um is that tactic in any way effective or or camping in front of the capitol or the white house is it or is it more so uh threatening the votes of those four different districts Uh, that did threaten any votes in those districts what that did was prove to my team of young attorneys that a strategic targeted plan can yield results in waking up the spirit and moving the needle in the administrative process of dealing with an issue. And at this point, um, it was the blockade, right? They had never seen this before. And I, I, I asked them, do you have the numbers? Can we close down? the 405 between the federal building and the Azeri consulate. And they said, no, we cannot do it. I said, well, if you were to get eight semi-tractor trailer trucks with big banners on the side, open the road, airlift now. If you were to get eight tractor trailer trucks and close down the 405, and we were all to get arrested. How would that play out in the Armenian space? Would they understand this as, you know, like a, um, Henry David Thoreau's night in jail, right? Um, Martin Luther King's letter from the Birmingham jail. Would that play out? But see, Donald, the, the one issue I see here is this. How long ago was that? Roughly four weeks ago, it was halfway through the bucket. Okay, so from four weeks to now, she she did her little tweet, basically, again, sorry to say, she did her tweet to send everybody home so she could get her good night's rest of sleep. From then till now, the roads are still blocked. 
There's no medicine going in. There's no food and water going in. It's still the same scenario. But at the momentum and the fire that we're talking about has basically died down at this point. I mean... Well, if you recall, during the 2020 war, as Eileen mentioned, we did block the freeways. Yes. We did camp out in front of... I forget if it was the White House or the Capitol. White House. Um, and and it was nonstop, how, though. How effective was it? It was. It was, but it was nonstop. It was nonstop, constant, uh, you know, protesting, constant, uh, you know, uh, well, money they, raising. They were going to the news stations. I remember JJ was yeah, leading CNN, one of those packs at going to ABC, um, CNN, CNN, all these guys. But but that that's where. The reason why we wanted to talk to you, Donald, was to, you're the expert. We're not. We don't understand the uh, political roadmap yeah. and the trenches, how to get people's attention. It's it, And that's what we're trying to figure out is as far as what is it going to take for for the needle to move? And I know the long-term goal would be lobbying and all that, but that's a long-term goal. We're talking about currently we're going on 61 days of Artsakh being landlocked. Um, you know, they're, they've ran out of food, medicine. Um, they don't have enough uh, animals to, to, to uh, slaughter. slaughter. You know, they've had to slaughter the animals because there wasn't enough food for the animals to eat. I mean, there's babies being born in hospitals where supplies are limited as well. Guys, and there's no heat. Yeah. But I'll tell you guys, the people of Artsakh have been through much worse than what they've seen in the last 61 days. These are not the people that are going to break to the Azeri bullshit. They're just not going to break to it. That's not who they are. Well, to your point, gentlemen, this moment, what do they say? Um, desperate moments call for desperate, desperate measures. measures. Yeah. You all represent the only forum that I know in this new social media era. This is an era and it will it will pass. But right now, you all have matched the Joe Rogan magic. You have the only forum where all of the nuances of the larger picture will have an opportunity to be discussed while we do this big thing. You see, all the other spaces just want to do or, or can only accommodate a FaceTime moment. And, and that's what I did as part of the plan moving towards the target of the mayor's house that night with the semi-tractor trailer trucks and the big sign on the side is I ran ahead of the trucks in the rally for life from um, Burbank as we came along through Glendale and Atwater Village in Hollywood, I would run ahead and I would do my, my live stream and just keep people apprised of this small scale targeted uh, protest. And it was unpermitted. It was not permitted. And that's what the Hayastanzi's flavor brings to the new Spirk reality is the older Spirk and their organizations always have a permit 
and Adam Schiff gets them the permit. And they, you know, close down the street, and the police are given the cones. And this is where you have to stay, and you can you can't move beyond this. Well, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, you know that a permit is just a courtesy to a local municipality. Yeah, we're no, we're, we want to exercise our First Amendment right at this point. Screw uh, their permit, Donald. First, fourth, fifth, tenth, and fourteenth amendment right. That's what you're learning right now is to flex your American muscles as Armenian immigration imagination in this space. You've been here now for 20 years. You've added value. Now it's time to have your you know, your night in Birmingham jail if that's what they want to do. Thank but you. I don't think that's happened. As long as you stay nonviolent, you can take over the mall in Washington, D.C. And if you get 30000 you'll get 300000 You get 300000 and suddenly you have Armenians in Paris, France flying in. You have Armenians from Sydney, Australia flying in. There is something unique to this shared tasib, this patev that I've seen in the Armenian soul, that when it, the time is right, it's like a fractal um, nuclear bomb that I saw go off during the 45-day uh, war, 44-day war. Yeah. So the, the, big question, the big question is this, though, Donald. With every movement, with every so-called, you could call it a revolution, you could call it, um, you know, a change in power, whatever it is, there's always has to be a leader. What we need is somebody that can basically lead the front lines for this, where, you know, if uh, a Q&A were to take place, we have somebody to basically, as they would say, the big brother in Armenian, uh, to basically step up and be like, hey, listen, okay, here, here is our leader. Here is a person who will be speaking for us. Because the one thing we don't want is unorganization. We don't want a bunch of chiefs and no Indians. We don't want seven yeah. people going up there and saying, uh, you know what, give me the microphone. I'll say something. No, 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 no. You give me the microphone. I got something else to say. We need, you don't want the wiseness to be those guys. Yeah, and I, I, don't, I don't think the three of us are, are suitable for that, to be honest with you. Uh, that's where I think we're lacking right now is, is some sort of uh, proper leadership as far as guiding everybody to this one direction? Well, I have a group of Armenian professionals, and I would consider uh, the three of you to be in that, you know, of that rank. You all have proven over time that you have sustainability as leaders in this space with a respectable um, following. What is necessary at this point in history is, and, and you have to understand, we have this um, this nuance of of um, anti-hero, anti-leader sentiment, right? That is playing out here, and, and I called the hand of a local Armenian politician who came to a large gathering, a fundraiser that raised about two hundred forty thousand dollars one morning and I was with them and this this was right after we kicked the mayor's ass in front of our house. It was like two days later and this politician stood up and said um, first of all I, I, I want you to understand that we need to educate the spirit on how to be effective in this new day and age but from my uh, from my, my perspective 
I need to let you all know where my priorities lie. And this gentleman, an elected official, said, I am first an American, I am second a Californian, and I'm third an assemblyman in the state. He went down the list, and then he says, and fourth, I am an Armenian. Well, you could see the pain and confusion on the faces of all the people that had come because they were like, no, 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 I'm an Armenian first. And then it goes back up the food chain, right? Well, then he added that. He said, what we need to do now is to give this process that started at the mayor's house time to play out. She did what she was asked to do. She tweeted. She finished in those four hours the letter that she started two weeks ago with Paul Krikorian. And he said, now we need to let this play forward because we now know that one of the senators has a point resolution on the table, blah, blah, blah. And he said, we don't need heroes. What we need are people that respect the rule of law and process. Let it play out as if elected leaders can always be trusted to do it, right? Well, I was in half because... How are we going to let it play out? I don't get it. Two months (laughs) of people being blockaded. What are we playing out? And that's the point. That we're now, how many weeks after that point? Well, Four weeks after that point. I got up to speak after this elected leader, and I said, you know, I, I beg to differ with you with all due respect. I want to say you're one of our heroes. We all need heroes, and we need leaders, and you're one of them. So thank you for standing with us during the war, and I'll, I'll let you figure out how you can walk that back. But I, I almost want to say, you know, let me call your bullshit. You can't be a hero and a leader in front of the people and then say we don't need heroes and leaders. So my point is that there's a new generation of Armenian leaders that have been cutting their eye teeth, so to speak. They've been, you know, since the war, and this is where I put you guys in this category, you have gotten immeasurably, calculably better in what you do. You've honed your craft in the last, you know, 24 to 30 months. Now the question is, can we do this full time? Can you all stay on line for six days where you all don't drive, or if you do drive, you have a, um, a mobile uplink so that you are the voice. How about, how about this? How Remember about, my how, bus how, idea? Yeah, Ed, Edgar's <laughs> bus idea. Listen, if we can set if we can set something up where uh, thousands of people can actually attend this, be present in front of the like we said the Capitol in front of the White House, Donald, if you could set up Wi-Fi for us with some five G uh, connection, we'll be more than happy to lo- run a live show for well, six we can days. Make that happen. We well, that. imagine what the imagine what the mall would look like between the Lincoln Memorial and the 
United States Capitol. And, and again, with, this has to be cal- this has to be done correctly. It, it can't be something nonchalant and kind of something done like oh, just out of the blue. Hey, listen, guys, hey, tomorrow we're gonna go. Who, who's down? And then somebody turns around and says, hey, "Well, you know, I I, I got to feed my cat." And the other one turns around and says, "Well, no, I got to pick up my daughter from school." It, it has to yeah. be something calculated where it's like, "Hey, listen, on this date, from this date to this date, just like a vacation, man." Just like where basically when you when you take time off from work and you go on vacation and you know that hey listen, I'll be in Jamaica sipping uh, pina coladas on the beach. It's gonna be it's gonna be the same scenario, but except for sipping pina coladas on the beach, you're gonna be holding a flag up protesting, saying open sleeping in a up. tent. Yeah, sleeping in a tent. Seriously, uh, open 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 up the borders. Basically, open up the blockade. Donald, one question for you from my end. Uh, how important is Iran in all this? Now, the way I look at it, Armenia only has one reliable neighbor who is Iran. The only good neighbor we have today is Iran. For us to take the West's side, NATO side, which Turkey is NATO, how smart would that be today? Do you understand where Nikol... I don't want to protect Nicole in any ways. No, everyone knows I'm not a fan of the man. But at the same time, if you and I were in his shoes, do you let go of Iran and allow NATO to set up base right on the border with Iran? Well, right now, there is passage through the Sunik uh, corridor, to the Sunik gateway north to south. There is business transacting right now between Iran and Russia through the Sunni Corridor. What the Washington Western Consensus would like to do is to complete the east to west Mongolian um, to Istanbul Silk Road supply chain um, transportation. I don't want to see corridor. that happen. Well, here's the point the Washington Western Consensus wants to cut off the North to South connection between Iran and Russia and complete the East to West. And do you see where the issue is there? Exactly. What you have is, you know, a Suez Canal, you have a Panama Canal situation where Armenia is the gatekeeper. Yes, And I want to know what is the value, what is the benefit, how much are they going to make as you know, the toll booth Willie? Have you ever gone from D.C. to um, Boston, Massachusetts on, the, on 95? I mean, every 65 to 100 miles, there's another toll, toll booth. So by the time you get all the way to Boston, you've spent $49 nickels, dimes, and and quarters used to be yeah. nickels dimes no more so now this is what i'm you know this is what nicole is keeping close to his chest nobody knows what the deal is that he's considering if he allows the east-west corridor to cut off russia from iran but the compromise in all these years has been the fact that you're exactly right. Iran has been good to Armenia. Russia has been good to Armenia until Aliyev 
came along and the CFTO did not fulfill its obligations under their contractual relationship with their partner, Armenia, to protect them against Aliyev. They did not fulfill their obligations. Do you feel like it was Russia's job to protect Armenia or Armenia had 30 years to prepare to protect itself? And that was part of the protection was to have that FTO contract. My brother just graduated from 32 years in the United States. He lives in Poland and he's been there for the past eight years. Thank, on you, for, a thank you for his service. Contract. Absolutely. But I mean, he, he's, he's uh, retired as a full bird colonel, um, but he, his last post, he was a, a lieutenant colonel, and he's there on a NATO contract. In other words, Poland has a piece of paper that says the United States and the Washington Western Consensus, the Western Collective through NATO, will do this, 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 and this in preparation for that. And if that happens, then everybody comes to Poland's aid. Well, that's what the CSTO is and should have been for Armenia when Aliyev initiated his first war. And Putin did not pull the trigger and the CSTO did not come in to protect them. And Azerbaijan is not a member state of the CSTO. So it was twice as Responsible. The CSTO was twice as responsible for seeing that Armenia was covered. But what was the issue? The issue is Artsakh, Nagorno-Karabakh, has never been declared by Armenia as a sovereign nation. Yeah, absolutely right. So you have layers and layers and layers of complexity going in, into this um, that mitigate against a simple discussion. And until right now, I've only had this discussion. Everything that I've just said to you, I've said in pieces here and there. I've never had one forum to lay it all out. But your Joe Rogan experience, your Joe Rogan um, S. <laughs> is what is necessary. So I would challenge you guys, don't stop now. Maybe you need to have, you know, a 36-hour marathon of interaction with your audience and start the conversation. What would it look like to plan something large? But what what's it going to be? Day 75, day 86, day 94? How long is that going to take? Are we going to wait until springtime happens in D.C. and the Cherry blossoms bloom in front of the Jefferson Memorial. You see, it's cold back east. So there, there's a question or concern as far as um, uh, the plan. Let's say if we gather 20, 30, 50,000 Armenians in front of the White House, the Capitol, if the, the West's goal is for Armenia to let go of Russia's hand and to join NATO, now, what is that protest going to accomplish if Armenia is not willing to let go of CSTO and join NATO? How will that protest 
benefit? What would the the outcome be? Part of your um, demands need not only be directed at American elected leaders to do something to airlift now and open the road. In other words, meet the needs of the the God about see right now that are suffering, right? That's what we want them to do. We want them to, you know, call the, we want the president of the United States to call the secretary general of the United Nations and pull the trigger on 700 American-made C-130 cargo planes flying into Stepanakirk Airport. I've been there. I took a tour of it. It's brand spanking new. Sounds like a new, um, Cadillac Escalade because Aliyev has never let anything more than um, Mako Zahakian's um, Soviet-era helicopter fly in and out and they have a crop dusting airplane a little single engine plane that they fly in um, with, with one of their decorated um, war heroes from the um, 1990 war 1990s war um the guy was a contemporary of uh, Monty Marconian. And this guy goes up and they fly this little single engine crop dusting plane and it has crop dusting equipment on it. They fly it in defiance of Aliyev's um, rule that you, anything you put up there, anything you um, launch out or, or land into we will shoot out of the sky, either coming or going. So that's it. You have two two things flying in and out. The presidential helicopter and this crop dusting, a single engine plane. Well, one phone call to the Secretary General of the United Nations would put a plan in forward motion that would need some voting in the deliberative bodies of the the Security Council or, you know, some, you know, secondary body inside the Wilsonian institution of peace and prosperity for all nations that we call the United Nations, right? It's a process. Well, that process hasn't even begun yet. I think there is, to your question, I think there is enough sentiment in the world now that would be looked upon favorably and that it would not be rejected. And if it was rejected, then you would see those countries that voted against it and it would out them. Now we could get those spirits in those countries to put pressure on their government. But right now, nobody has to declare themselves as being pro Artsakh or against Artsakh because these deliberative bodies have never been called upon to do anything to relieve our stock. Well, that's what a humanitarian aid project looks like, is people stepping up and saying, I'm going to do this. Or if you're not doing it, why not? Well, that needle hasn't even been moved. So when you get to Washington, D.C., let's say we go, you're asking our elected leaders to do the right thing, make the right phone calls, and get these deliberative processes in motion, forward motion, to yield airlift relief, humanitarian relief for the people of Artsakh. That's number one. Number two, 
You're not asking the United States to put pressure on Armenia. You're not asking the United States and the Western collective to put pressure on Nicole. They are already allowing Erdogan and Aliyev to do that. I mean, the troops are, the Azeri troops are still in Jermuk right now. They haven't been pulled back. Why? Because I was told that in 1991, the borders between Armenia and Azerbaijan were not delineated. So he's just staying on ground that he says was his anyway. So the point is, is that that conversation will take place after Nicole makes his move. There's no impetus. There's no motivation. There's no um, diplomatic reasoning to the idea that the United States, Paris, France, and Brussels will tell Aliyev to move back across a line that has not been drawn yet, right? So what I've been telling my young um, leaders in the ANA space is you need to go to the Armenian embassy off of Massachusetts Avenue on S Street or U Street, where it's right off of um, the um, Embassy Row. And you need to petition Nicole. Make a decision, dude. You need to protest Nicole. Don't say we want you to leave office. We don't want you to abdicate. We hate you. We love you. No, don't take a political position about Nicole. You need to take a position against his um, lack of decision. So you go to Washington, D.C., you need to start at the mall with 350,000 Armenians, 110,000 of whom are wearing yellow T-shirts, gold T-shirts, 110,000 who are wearing blue T-shirts, and 100,000 of which are wearing red t-shirts and you make an Armenian flag on the United States Mall from the Lincoln Memorial all the way to the Capitol and then you start walking up Massachusetts Avenue and you don't stop until you get to the Armenian embassy. Well, do you think that's something that's doable, Donald? No. Uh, what, what, what's politics? But the art of the doable, right? No, no, no. As in, like, is it something that we're capable of actually collaborating with? Because, look, you know it, I know it, you know, all three of us here at the Wise Nuts know it. There's multiple political parties from the ANCA to the, you know, whatever there is, as far as different uh, political parties. Do you think we can all collaborate together to put something together to basically say, listen, all politics aside, this is more of a humanitarian and this is more of an Armenia sort of issue that we're dealing with. Forget being a Democrat, forget being a Republican, forget being an independent. We're all Armenians at the end of the day. This is what we're doing. Here is the date. And we actually have X amount of people show up. I mean, we're talking about what? 300,000 you're saying? I'd say 300,000. 10 million. that's a, it's 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 a it's a mission, man. But I think if we were able to do, here's the thing: because how many people showed up to the hundredth anniversary of the Armenian genocide? I think it was over a hundred thousand. Hundred thousand in L.A. Yeah, in L.A. Yeah, 
it was it was more than fifty and less than one hundred and fifty. Bro, I'm just I'm I'm curious as far as look, people can say what they want to say, but as far as you know, talking talk, walking the walk. I really I'm really curious to know who is actually really willing to do what we're basically talking about doing if a date is set, basically saying, listen, February 15th, March 3rd, March 12th, I don't, whatever date it is, we are meeting in front of the Washington Capitol. How but many people actually do don't it? Don't expect, if you set a date, don't expect people, 100,000 people to show Let's up. Let's say 50% you, of them won't no, show up? No. Do you know how it's going to work? Is you set a date, March 1st, you're going to be in front of the Capitol. You go in front of the Capitol with 10, 20, 100 people. And you got to stay. And then you stay there and you just constantly live feed, live feed, live feed until slowly people realize, okay. Oh, these, shit. These guys are actually these doing These guys it. are serious. Then that 100 is going to grow to 1,000. 1,000 is going to grow to 10,000. That's where you're going to get 50,000 people. Otherwise, 50,000 people aren't that organized to just show up on May 1st or March 1st. I have a question. What do you Donald? think, Donald? I have a question for you, Donald. Wait, wait, wait. What do you think, Donald? Well, that, that, that's my experience with the modus operandi of the Armenian spirit, which is being redefined by the Hayastanzi flavor. See, the Hayastanzi flavor outnumbers the Parskai, Libanai, Bolshai, Syria High, Egypta High, Romania High. But that's a divide, Donald. We can't afford the divide today. No, my, my, my point is that you, you have this moment now where you can provide that leadership that people will come. I saw it happen, but you have to do it without a permit. You have to do it without asking Adam Schiff's permission to do this. Of course. Now, what and I was trying to tell you is when we say the high astancia or the ANCA people, the ones that have been here for second, third generation, we still need those Armenians as well. Now, I understand what you're saying is the people that have been here the last 20 years should be spearheading this next movement. And I completely agree with you, but we cannot afford to leave out the second and third generation, the ones that have been here since the 60s and 70s, some of these people have resources that we can definitely use today. Absolutely. Oh, and I, I was suggesting that we leave them out. What I'm suggesting is, you know, what I'm saying specifically, they have, they've done the yeoman's work. They've labored in the nine yards. They have spent their time and their resources building the track work for a 21st century Armenian lobbying effort at the same level as the Jews, the Turks, and the Azeris, but they have not yet been able to um, build a unified um, vehicle to put upon that track. And this is what I see is the um, is challenge and the high calling of the new Yerevansi, Ayastanzi, um, 20 to 30 something generation where you're, you're, you're now um, professionally established, you're making money, you have your second and third car, right? Your kids are in high school now, at least middle school, high school. You, you, this isn't your first rodeo, right? 
Well, now it's time for this new generation of the Hayasanzi flavor to lend its leadership. You're asking about leaders. This is now time for this new generation of spirit to stand up and say, we're going to do this and we're not going to stop until it gets done. But it can't be asking the political establishment to give us your favor on this because this is protest. Protest doesn't ask for permission. Protest, um, you know, we have a long, hallowed, sacred tradition of civil disobedience in the United States. It goes all the way back to the Boston Tea Party, right? There has to be this nonviolent approach with a not until we get what we want commitment that I've not seen in the older flavors, but I see now it's a yearning, it's a hunger, it's a, it's a deep, deep desire on the part of this new generation of Hayasanzi. We want to do this the American way. Who's our first target, Donald? Who is our first target? Well, the, the, the first target was CNN. That was media, right? Yes. And we proved that it happened. And then spilled over to the LA Times. And then it went to Washington, D.C., where we were asked to participate with an ANCA permitted march in front of the Hayes Adams Hotel um, about three or four football fields away from the White House. You couldn't get up close to it because they had it cordoned off. But that that wasn't enough for the Hayasan Z that had driven. We, we had you know, 130 cars that drove 56 hours from our L.A. Times protest. They left that night, and they drove three days. Jesus Christ, man. And, and I flew, and when I landed, they were just arriving. As I was getting on the um, concrete barriers as a makeshift stage in front of the White House, so that when the organizers of the D.C. Washington D.C. White House um, march or moment protest moment, they reached the end of their permit. The permit was three hours long. At the end of three hours, they were closing down their speakers, putting them back in the rented. U-Haul, and I asked them, may we please borrow these because we have more um, protesters coming in from New Jersey. They'll be arriving here in about an hour. Well, that was like 7 o'clock at night, right? Well, by 8 o'clock, we had over 400 cars that had driven in because of this group that left L.A. for 56 hours. They had the time, you see. It's that Joe Rogan extended media coverage thing, they had, you know, connected with their family, their friends, their Hanami and their, you know, Antonique, they had their, I mean, it was unbelievable what showed up in D.C. But when they got there by eight o'clock, the entire permitted march was closed in front of the White House. And they're asking me, Donald John, we want to close something down. What do we close down? I said, you got to get out of D.C., man. This is federal property. You, you, you close something down here, you're going to Andrews um, Air Force Base to the brig. So 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 don't do anything here. So wait a minute, so wait a minute, wait a minute. I mean, the fact that we're having a conversation here talking about 
you know, going to the Capitol, going to D.C. to protest and camp out. I mean, we can't. There's no possible way then. No. On the mall. The mall is the place where you do this, right? And How far is the mall from the Capitol? It is. The Capitol's at one end, and the Lincoln Memorial is at the other end. Well, when you say mall, you're not referring to an actual mall. No, 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 no. 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 The, the it's, National Mall. It, 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 the National Mall is that big grassy part. Right. Near the Avenue. Lincoln Memorial. Yeah, it's where yeah. the fountain the is and the Lincoln Memorial in the park is. And the Washington Monument yeah. in the middle. Exactly. It's a big, grassy space. Yeah, because when you say mall, a lot of people are probably thinking like, oh, we're going to go, go at the Glendale yeah. Galleria. Is there, a Dior, <laughs> is there a Dior there? Can I get a Hermes bag? <laughs> No, 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 it's actually, it's, it's literally like, right. Like we just mentioned, it's uh it's a grassy area. It's a park area in front of the Washington Memorial, uh, in front of the Lincoln Memorial, um, and where the fountains are. Um, yeah. I mean, but, Donald, Donald, here's the thing. I mean, uh, we, uh, we, we, we need to have lunch or something. Yeah. We Donald. need, we need yeah, to sit, sit down, down and down. talk with you as far as, uh, in person, because this is something where, uh, you know, as, as much as we want to, uh, talk about this on the show and come to some sort of, um, some sort of plan as far as what we can do. I think the best way to is to kind of meet in person and discuss this with not only us, but a couple of other heads and kind of other come, organizations. As yeah, well. yeah, even though, yeah. Donald, I've been, I've been cussing out the ANCA for the last four years. And even th with that said, I am willing to sit down at the table with them. Ultimately, I am willing to sit down with anybody and everybody to get this issue solved. Now, with that being said, we all need to understand the people living inside Armenia are the ones that can make everything happen. That's we it. can do our part in the diaspora. We can do our but end. Just, but the just, people living there Just a reminder, based on some of the comments I'm reading, this protest is not to change the political climate in Armenia, no, guys. No, 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 no. no this is only in regards to the blockade in Artsakh has nothing to do with whether Nikol will decide to sign into NATO and leave CSTO or, or whatever. He did. It has nothing to do with that. This is just about the blockade. Yes. Right, Donald? And hey, Absolutely. It, when you get there, you cannot make it about that. If you do make it about that, then you have to go to the to the embassy there, right? And I'm not suggesting that we, we do that. That's a possibility if, if that's what you want to do. But this needs to be about the people of our stuff, their their welfare and um, well being. Yeah, the it, people of our stuff suffering right now. We need to get shot on the phone. It's a it's a humanitarian crisis issue, not um, not anything Look. else. Shant, I could I could message let's, him right now. See, if he's him, up see what now. he says. Yeah. Okay. Donald, we thank you for taking our call, brother. We will definitely meet. We'll, with we'll you, be Donald. we'll be in touch with you in the next uh, probably in the next few days or maybe in the next week or so to kind of sit down with you to see. Uh, See what our next step is with this, because the, the sooner the sooner we move on, maybe this earlier, Donald. Yeah, earlier. maybe maybe even earlier than that, Donald. Well, let, let me blow you some sunshine, guys. You all are a change agent in this space, and I admire you for what you do and how you do it. So don't don't stop. Include me as much as you want. Let me know, and I will make time for you. Okay. We appreciate Thank you, you so much. Thank you so much, man. Take care. Thank I'll you. be in touch with you in the next couple of days. Yeah. Have a great night. Go enjoy your time with the family, man. Uh, guys, uh, for those of you just tuning in, that was uh, Donald Wilson Bush uh, with us, and uh, you know he's he's been on our show in the past. 
he was uh, leading the main protest that was at Karen Bass's mayor, Karen Bass's house a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, we're, we're in discussions with him because he has some connections in he's Washington. ANA, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's with the uh, Armenian national association, uh, which is, you know, again, sorry to say, but it's another organization, another Armenian organization outside of uh, the ANCA and AYA and all these other organizations. But, you know, it, this is something where uh, organizations aside, I think cl- collective we need we need to come together and uh, figure something out so hopefully in the near future we'll have some sort of uh, plan for you guys because uh, i i think something needs to be done on a bigger scale which is you know what we opened the show with about and um we went from uh, earthquake talk to how we're gonna open up a blockade but uh uh we'll see this is we'll the see. wiseness yeah. you get it all yeah. we don't know what's gonna happen in five minutes yeah, but we thank every single person who's who's tuning in right now. We appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, give us a thumbs up. Give us a share. If you're on Facebook, if you're on Twitter watching us, give us a, a share on that. If you're on uh, YouTube, uh, send the link to family members and friends for them to tune in and watch as well. Because, uh, you know, we're going we're gonna to dive into another topic right now, which is something that took place yesterday at the uh, at the Grammys. Um, the Grammys. What are, what are, what is the Grammys? Is that still relevant or? Well, the for those of you that don't know, Does the Grammys know is what basic, the numbers are on viewers. So here's that's exactly where I was going to go. The Grammys is basically the quote unquote the Oscars or the Emmys of the music industry. So uh, yesterday was the all time low in viewership and ratings for the Grammys. So uh, not not very many people watched it. Uh, I don't even want to say fortunate for me because it is unfortunate. Unfortunate for me, unfortunately for me, I was actually sitting at home um, and, you know, I happened to go through my TV and it was on. I was like, you know what? You happened to go through your TV? Going through the TV channel. Oh, sorry, sorry. I was oh, flipping through dude, the channel. Kind of I was going to say. Sorry, this guy, sorry, sorry. This guy's taking AP English it's, classes. It's, uh, it's the Matrix, man. I was going through the TV. I was, I was flipping through the TV channels and uh, Stevie Wonder was actually on. Which is, you know, I I love Stevie. Was Wonder. he watching the Grammy? <laughs> uh, I love Stevie Wonder's music. I listen to a lot of his music. I think he's a phenomenal artist. So he was on. He was actually singing, and uh, you know, I was like, oh, you know what? This this might be something interesting. Interesting. Uh, as time went on. Uh, you know, more and more awards were presented, more and more performances were done. And uh, something very dark took place where, dude, I was just, I, I ended up just changing the channel because I couldn't watch it. Uh, for those of you that know the infamous singer, Sam Smith, who identifies himself as non-binary or whatever the hell he wants to call himself, he, she, she, her, whatever he is, uh, as a, has a, song unnamed unholy and a lot of you guys have seen many of many people post on social media you know whether they're out to dinner or they're in front of a mirror taking a selfie or they're with their boyfriend girlfriend taking a selfie picture at a restaurant with a drink in their hand that unholy song kind of fits the bill fits quote unquote fits the uh the the photo but that song was performed by Sam Smith and uh, the dude that he sings the song with. And I say dude because he he is a he is a male. Uh, can you pull up the name of the singer, by the way? So um, so Sam Smith sings it, and it's it's 
all red. He's dressed in a red Kim Pateras. Kim Pateras, German uh, dude. But uh, I mean, that's a dude. Huh? He's a dude. He's a dude. Uh, but it's red. He's wearing a top hat with horns on it, and it's very, very dark, very, very demonic. Uh, who sponsored the event? Dude, who? I mean, who didn't sponsor the event? I mean, you're the looking, Pfizer. CBS was. It was on CBS. As far as main as sponsor far as, was Pfizer. Was it Pfizer? Well, you're yeah. shitting me. No, I'm not shitting you. He's not shitting. No, he's shitting. Are you, are you kidding he me? He go right toilet there? and then come sit down. Pfizer was their main sponsor for the show. Oh yes, as Irma says. Holy were, shit! They were more more men dressed as women and women dressed as men. Yeah, I mean, guys, if you haven't seen it, I mean, again, I hate to promote it because I don't want to. I don't want you guys to go and view the video because it brings up algorithms and lie and views and it shows up on more and more people's feeds on YouTube. But dude, it, it it's very dark. It's very demonic. And um, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't want anybody to kind of view, view this shit as kind of entertainment because it, it's not entertainment. Honestly, it's not. Uh, when you look at Hollywood as quote unquote, Alex Jones said it, he said, Hollywood is the, you know, epicenter of satanic kind of religion. There you go. I mean, I, I think Sam Smith kind of, uh, you know, kind of cemented his legacy as a as a devil worshiper there. But uh, what was it? What was the dude's name again? That Kim. Kim well, shit. Harry says CBS tweeted a couple hours Petrus. before the show in reference to the performance. And Meaning the exact words were. We can't wait to worship you. What? What are you guys? Seriously, man, this is out of control. You're just kidding me, bro. That whole that whole performance was soft porn and uh, available to all the kids. Did you Did you watch it? Yeah, I watched you watch send it. it to, I didn't watch the Grammy. Okay, were you able to? We don't I, have cable. No, 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 forget cable. No. Okay, I just googled Madonna's picture. I really wanted to see what the modern version of a chupacandra looks like. <laughs> the fuck is she turning into, bro? Like, I don't know, man. I don't. She doesn't look human anymore. She doesn't look human anymore. Madonna. She's Go not Google look Madonna yeah. at the gra like at the Grammys. 2023 Grammys. It's it's scary. If anybody looks at themselves in the mirror and thinks, "Wow, I'm really." I'm looking good these days. That's no. She How old is she? Ninety-five? No, no, no. She's in her fifties or sixties. Sixties, I, yeah. I think. She's in like late fifties, early sixties. But bro, look at Cher. Oh. Cher is what seventy. Oh, Cher looks great. Four seventy-seven. She looks great. Know. Yeah, and she's had procedures done. Yeah, you could tell. But but her, Cher looks. Doesn't look she look you, like Coolio, bro? She looks like a liger. Madonna like, looks like Coolio. Oh, but she looks like that cat lady, bro. She's turning no, into that cat lady. She looks lady. like Coolio in Gangster's Paradise. Coolio, you mean? Coolio, yeah. She does, yeah. She looks like Coolio from Gangster's more masculine, Paradise. More masculine version. Yeah, Nas Damn, said it. Nas bro. is like she's 64. So, yeah, she's in her basically mid-60s at this point. But, bro, look, again, I, I don't want to promote this bullshit, but it's like people need to watch it to understand what the fuck is going on. Uh, the Sam Smith video with that dude uh, who's a transgender who won... Um, Kim Pateras. Yeah, who won an award, who won a Grammy... And went up there and basically said, I'm so proud of being the first transgender female to win an award. And I'm just like, this, this is, 
Where the feminists at? This is where society. This is where society ends. Bro, I mean, where the fuck are the feminists? Look, if all this? if if he, she, whatever it is, is a transgender, and actually has the vocals, and deserves the Grammy, then great. But then to have a satanic or whatever other type of agenda. I, I've said this many times and I'll re, I'm going to repeat myself like a broken record. I think this is all a phase, man. This is all another decade or so. The shit's going to so? go. Yeah, Hold on. I yeah. said that a couple of years ago and you guys said you guys were, no, 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 I still don't believe it. No, I'm talking about what I'm talking about is what I said is not going to go away is what they're teaching in schools. Okay. But as far as this media and all of this stuff is, you know, with this whole glamorizing and glorifying anybody that comes out looking like a freak of nature, it's just well, the, the, it's, they it's got, not going to last. I mean, who's going who who's going to watch who's going to watch these things? Well, a lot of they got a lot of backlash. Every, a lot of going to watch this. The, all these programs are hand in hand. The fact that they're in your schools from elementary, what they are doing in elementary schools today, that used to be in college. Now they're starting to work on our kids early in life. Yeah. So it's going to go longer than you guys expect. And if we don't stop it, we don't nip it in the butt, we're not going to be able to get a hold of it. Yeah. The ratings were as, as see, uh, uh, what's her, Levick was saying, or no, not Levick, who was it? Eileen was saying celebrities need to be ignored. So hold on, somebody said celebrities need to be ignored. I forgot, I can't see. Levick, there it is. Celebrities need to be ignored. They, this is, here's the thing. Yes. The ratings were as low as they've ever been. Uh, and the one thing I've no, I was noticing was when Sam Smith and whoever that you know the dude was that was up there accepting the award, there was a certain amount of people actually standing and giving an ovation to that to the situation. As far as oh look, it's a you know it's a it's a dude dressed up as a as a chick uh, with breast implants, and I don't even know if she's uh, or he is um, completely mutilated downstairs, but you know. You you see them standing up, clapping, and you know cheering well, for the situation. And I'm looking at this and I'm saying, I mean, how 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 is how okay, is how so, those motherfuckers feed their family? Yeah, bro? but look at it this way: how long how long are women gonna allow these men to compete in their sports, compete in their competitions? Until you have no biological women winning anything. No, listen, man, I'm okay with that's what's gonna happen. They're listen, already not winning anything. I mean, look, they get the, they're not everywhere. Today, it's in gymnastics. Today, it's in a few swimming meets. But it's not in every single high school sport yet. But when the time comes and your daughter cannot even place third in anything. Then that's when it's going to change. And when It's you, not going to change. It's going to be too late. It's done by then. Well, let me ask you guys a question. It's not going to change. You, can you bet on the Olympics? As, like, as far as sports betting? I don't know. I don't know. Really. See, I, I'm curious to know this. If you can, I'm okay with trans women going into men's athlete, men, men's uh, sports. If I can bet on it, you're saying a woman to compete in men's or, sports, or vice versa, a dude going into women's sports. Uh, if if I could bet on that swim race or that swim meet, or if I can bet on that wrestling match, or if I can bet on that UFC fight, or if I can, what do you think the odds are going to be? I don't care. You I want to bet on it. You have to bet a thousand dollars to win twelve dollars. It's okay. I'll still bet. <laughs> <laughs> That's at one point two percent. Yeah, but what are your chances of winning? 
I mean, it's gotta be a bro, lucky. It's gotta well, be a lucky swing, or bro, she's gotta get a, cr- or he's gotta get a cramp halfway through the race. Don't be surprised if yeah. there's enough money on the line, he loses. I wouldn't bet. Well, there was that. How, one how much do you? How much do you trust sports? There's news coming out that even the NFL has fixed games. I look, I left sports six, seven years ago. Basketball during the Kurt Rambis and Larry Bird era, that was basketball for me. But watching basketball just doesn't do it for me. There's, there's nothing there. Meaning, too slow meaning, of a game. Meaning, oh, today? It's, not it's, the, it's, a, it's like a touchy fouls and that. It's not just a slow that. game. I can't keep up with who plays for who. It's like every two weeks. I'm unhappy at Detroit. I want to be moved to Boston. I'm unhappy at Boston. I want to be moved to the LA Lakers. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you guys, bro? Back then you knew like Chicago was competing against Detroit. Detroit was competing against Utah. Utah against Lakers. Lakers against New York. New York against San Antonio. I have no idea who's competing with who. And there's there's a lot of movement that goes around in uh, in basketball nowadays, especially. Uh, Kyrie Irving just literally yeah. was moved to Dallas now. So, what? Yeah, Kyrie Irving is playing in Dallas alongside Luka Doncic. So, I mean, I don't know how that's going to work as far as... Uh, well, he demanded, he said, by February well, he, 6th or 9th, whatever. he demanded a trade when he was in Boston yeah. as well. He demanded yes. a trade when he was in Cleveland as well. But the one thing I will commend Kyrie on is he stood his ground yeah, as well. Yeah, as I, he's one of the yes. only couple yeah. people in just that like, Just like Djokovic as well oh, in tennis. Djokovic, yeah. bro. Man I'm, right there. Guy gives me goosebumps. I mean, again, I com- oh, don't get a hard on, bro. <laughs> Jesus. You, 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 might, you might poke him. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> but uh, again, yeah, I, I get what you guys mean. I think the only sport left where as far as uh, it's it's not too soft. I Synchronized swimming. No, man. Hockey. <laughs> I think it's hockey because hockey's pool. That's the best. hockey's regulated in a way. Their their cap, their cap rates, their trading deadlines, uh, all that stuff is regulated a different way. Whereas with the NBA and with yeah, but ba- they've, especially they've gone baseball, woke too, bro. No, don't don't, don't forget for, what that one player did. And you know what happened the next day? His jersey, jersey sold, sold out. out like this. Now that says a lot Hold about. On. I gotta I gotta people. mention this guy's name, Petrov, bro. right? Harry says it's only a uh, three-month rental for Dallas. He could potentially go to Lakers. What is this, a short-term rental? No, because what he says is uh, they screwed up because his contract comes up in three months and he's not signing with Dallas long-term. Uh, his goal is to go to the Lakers. You want? You, what on, do you think the Lakers on. are doing today you in guys, the 13th spot Look, in the West? This is, uh, is, is, I think is, is, the is Harry a Laker fan? Because that sounds like something well, a Laker fan would say. Well, Harry thinks LeBron James is the goat. Okay, so, so okay, end of conversation. Uh, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Ivan Prov. No, uh, basketball-wise. Okay. Ivan, LeBron is an amazing player, bro. Uh, he's not the greatest of all time. No, not the greatest of all time, but in today's basketball, I, LeBron is an amazing I'll player. I'll take Steph Curry over yeah. LeBron James. I'll take Kevin Durant over LeBron I th- James. I think... I'll I th- take Doncic over... Kobe is more... Was. For me... More of in the conversation of goat than LeBron. LeBron. Nobody LeBron. compares to Michael Jordan. No, right. But I'm saying Kobe for me personally is I would I would entertain that conversation. LeBron, I won't entertain yeah. that conversation. So Ivan, <clears throat> not but, but there's no T in his last name. Uh, pro again, this is, I can't. Pro pro Provorov. Okay, Provorov. okay. Ivan Provorov. Ivan Provorov from the Philadelphia Flyers, basically. 
decided not to wear a rainbow jersey during uh, <laughs> I love during warm up. Oh yeah. And what happened? Okay, during warm up, he decided not to wear a rainbow jersey, and um, it was actually a, I, I guess it was a Pride Day that day, and a lot of the fans went out there for Pride Day, and they said that why is he not wearing the rainbow colored jersey and we're actually here for Pride Day and blah 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 and there didn't was he, didn't his jersey sell out? There was well, there was backlash against him, thinking that oh, you know what, we're gonna get this guy, dude. The guy's jersey sold out within 24 hours. You couldn't find his jersey. There was people basically buying, going to NHL.com, going to Philly's website, buying his jersey and customizing it. What does that tell you about our uh, country today? Majority of the people are logical people. The one percent is the loud one percent, guys. Yeah, it's it's basic. Here's the thing: a lot of people are basically scared to speak the truth. So what they do is they do it kind of low key. Yeah, because think about it: some people don't want to get fired, man. You, the three of us, sit here and say everything we want because we're not afraid to get fired tomorrow. We don't have that problem. And here's the thing: with that's him, the freedom you have. Yeah, today. he. Uh, I don't want to say press conferences, but obviously the press got to him and they asked him some questions as far as, you know, why were you, why were you not complying, complying uh, with Pride Day? Why did you not wear the jersey? Blah 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 blah. I think he gave one of the best answers in the world, and it was, you know, I'm I'm an Orthodox Russian Christian, and it goes against my religious beliefs, so I will not be wearing it. That's it. Uh, if you don't agree with me, you're basically discriminating against my religion at this point. Yeah, I think that shut up the media to the point where they were just like, "Oh, okay, we can't say anything because now we're basically uh, infringing on this guy's rights for religion." Now, anybody that listens <laughs> to LeBron, as far as LeBron being your uh, hero, guys, well, this dude for, barely for, graduated high school. About, no, forget about that. Don't reading the same book for about five for, years. Forget about that. Harry's argument, part of his argument, is tomorrow he's going to surpass Kareem's record for. All time points. as a basketball player, okay. I have nothing against them. Though. Again, all time points just means that you played in an era where it's not as physical as it used to be. A, B, he's spending what two plus million dollars a year on ice baths and massages and physical therapy and all this other jazz to make sure his body's intact. He's been playing since he was 17, 18. Yeah, so to LeBron James, Harry. You know he could have not played in Jordan's era. The guy's a little pussy. The guy the other day on, that man. won foul with his layup, he should have won the Academy Awards for that. You don't think he got fouled on that? You don't think he got fouled on that? Hold on, hold on. Have you seen the video on that? With the layup with him yes. getting hit in the arm? Andrew Tate. Okay. Andrew Tate has I'm, nothing Andrew, to do with I'm sorry, this. Andrew Tate. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Tatum, sorry. Jesus yeah, Christ. Tatum did hit him in the yeah, arm. Yeah, okay. Tatum did hit him in the arm. Yeah, he fouled him. Yeah, I want every single person to, if you can find it, that is, I want you to go watch that play, and tell me he didn't take three steps. I don't well, argue I think that he took four and a half steps. I wouldn't argue Bro, that. He but always he get hit in the Auburn, arm. He tra- he traveled. He traveled seventy percent of his layups are traveled. Yeah, <laughs> he traveled his ass off on that play. He took three. Big, clean steps before going up, and then he was fouled by Tatum. Yes, but, yeah, you know what? If you want to play NBA rules and you want to go look at a replay and go back, he traveled. Nate, okay. 
Look, name me one player that's intimidated playing against LeBron James. A lot of them. Intimidated? Well, the guy's got size, power. I mean, basketball-wise, I will not question LeBron, man. Bro. I just won't do it. When people play against Jordan. But as a human Jordan, being, that is not a, someone I want someone Ed, to look up Ed, to, we're bro. Not, we're not talking about, you know, would you... That's not... It's not a personal conversation about it. Again, you can, again, argue that LeBron James, when it comes to his personal side of things, you never read anything controversial. He helps build schools, whatever he does. His kids are doing fine. He's been with the same girl for the longest times. No, None of this bullshit. He was slept with this girl, whatever. I'm sure he does. He does not. Like on we the other know. hand, he does say shit for the... News to stay out of his personal business. What, what it's, a, a, it's a trade-off. Okay, but my point is, people were scared to play against Jordan. They of knew course. this guy was going to fucking molest you and rape you on the court. Oh, okay? Yeah. Mentally, they, they physically. Knew that. They knew that. Emotionally. Nobody feels that way towards LeBron. Yes, he, he, you know, he's physically intimidating. He's a... Uh, uh, physical specimen nobody's arguing that yeah, that's all i'm saying he could have played wide receiver he could have played many other sports volleyball he could have played any sport he wanted to and he could have sang instead of he could, have, been, Smith he could have had his own podcast <laughs> i think defensively jordan i think defensively jordan was a better lockdown player as well man overall jordan was but i'm yeah. talking about today's basketball when you open i guarantee you look, this if jordan Jordan's played in today's too. era he would have scored 50 points he would have averaged 40 points a game 50 yeah he points. would have taken like jordan, 40 30, 50 30 free 50. throws a game 33 throws there a was game. no way he was stopping the one thing i remember about jordan average. was this when when uh when the fiba fiba olympics were taking place or the fiba world cup was taking the place which is the, the basketball a world cup uh you know, you guys pissed off Harry, man. Huh? Did we? Uh, it is what it is. Look, but the, Harry knows more about sports than I do. But what he doesn't he does. know is he doesn't know what goat means. He has to. Look yeah, up he does. But when goat. when the Olympics were taking place in uh, with the, with the dream team with uh, Johnson, Jordan, Pippen, Robinson, which freaking Mullen. You, men, you mentioned those names, bro. It's insane. Yeah. Ewing was on that team. Barkley, Magic Johnson, Larry you, Bird. You think LeBron could play against Charles Barkley or no, Carl no, Malone? No. Bro, you know who no would shut down? You know who? You know who would shut down LeBron James? Dennis Rodman in his prime. Oh, oh my god. Dennis Rodman in his prime would make LeBron cry. LeBron because would emotion. literally cry. Yeah, he, he would, would make him cry. On the, on Dennis the, Rodman pissed off Shaq. Yeah. I mean, mind no, you, the guy got uh, ejected with Shaq just to get Shaq out of the game. Yeah, just to get that's yeah. that's that's genius. But anyways, bro. let me go back to what I was saying. So, I mean, during the Olympics, when you know the U.S. was the dream team, you know, obviously there was a lot of European prospects. One of them at the time was Tony Kukoc, yes. who the Bulls Chicago, actually picked up. Yeah. So, picture this, man: Tony Kukoc, big prospect out in Europe. And everybody's saying he's the next, you know, NBA star. He's going to be this amazing shooter. He's got everything, you know, going for him. What does Jordan and Pippen do? Jordan goes, you know what? I got him. This guy's not going to score a point. We're going to lock him down. And what did they do? Bro, they locked this guy down. They didn't let him do shit during the game. Basically, they toyed with him. And then at the end, Jordan says, you know what? Yeah, he's good enough to bring him onto the team. Sign him to Chicago. The guy came to Chicago, won three championships with Jordan. Same thing with Rodman, bro. Gary Payton would lock down LeBron James. No way. Yes, oh, would. yeah, he would. Size-wise, impossible. Come on. Size-wise? Okay, the glove was the greatest. You know how glove it, was amazing, You know bro. how it would frustrate the hell out of him? Bro, he was just <laughs> mentally. <laughs> yeah. Picture Physically, this. Physically, he can't guard no, 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 him, bro. No. 
imagine this. Imagine LeBron playing in Peyton's era, and all of a sudden LeBron's trying to back up, and he feels Peyton's elbow yeah. in his back. Yeah. Yeah, Are true. you kidding? Because we he'll be like, ah! yeah. <laughs> I think I have sciatica. I tore, I tore my Achilles. Yeah. Bro, but I how resilient is this guy? He does not miss games for injuries now. Who? LeBron. LeBron is, bro, the guy will play hurt. He's one of those. Bro, LeBron dudes. has a cold. He'll sit who's out. That, who's that other guy we have? Anthony, whatever his Davis. name is. No, he's An- injury prone. That fucker, bro. like no, no, no. Anthony Davis is injury prone. Anthony, Anthony Davis won't play if he paper has Paper mache, motherfucker. <laughs> that guy will sit out because has a blister in his asshole. <laughs> hey, coach, I'm gonna sit this one out. What uh, happened? I had Thai food yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you know what's funny? Did I tell you guys this story? So, uh, and James does not play. Yeah, Kobe Hulk. played hurt because Kobe. Sorry, Bro. Kobe's quote was: "These people. That there's money. a fan that saved up money to see me play that one time. I'm not gonna sit on the bench for that fan to miss my game." Bro, to- Kobe dislocated his finger. He went to the bench, popped it back in, came out and played. Tori tore his Achilles. Yes. And then tried to pop it back in, which that's not that's how it really not. works. But he said he tried to pop it back in. And then when he went to the coach, he said, I can't, I think I tore my Achilles. He goes, I mean, you're done. This is surgically, we need to repair Didn't this. He goes, take his free throws before yes. he Yeah. Left? So yeah, he yeah. goes, the, 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 uh, the medical staff basically told him, you know, you're done. You got to get off the court. He goes, I'm going to go shoot my free throws. Bro, he went out there on a torn Achilles heel. And he shot two free throws, and they called a timeout for him on, you know, out of respect. I remember. And he walked off the court. He walked off, and the reason why he walked off the court was to show something to the other players, because Paul Pierce, LeBron James, bro, these guys were carried off on cramps, bro. They got a cramp and they were carried off the court. Yeah. Jordan played in the finals with the flu, bro. Remember those? Where he leaned on Scottie Pippen, and he was just like, "Bro, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm physically done." LeBron couldn't even play against Scottie Pippen, man. You think it was easy to play against Scottie Pippen? But going back to Anthony Davis, did I tell you guys the story of this Halloween? What happened? Where I was outside, you know, we we're handing out candy. Did Anthony Davis show up? A kid showed up in an Anthony Davis jersey with crutches, and I'm like, no way, I'm like, you I look at him, I go, bro, this is the costume of the year. He goes, yeah, I'm Anthony Davis. He was on crutches. Yeah. Basically, like this eight-year-old, nine-year-old kid was <laughs> was was, a, was aware that Anthony Davis is injury prone. I mean, bro, Levy, we kind of touched on that, Levy. Yeah, the handshake era. I mean, yeah. Man, you, you, yeah. Can, can you, Harry, do me a favor. Go on YouTube, watch a game uh, with 88. New York playing against Chicago Bulls. Patrick bro, Ewing. Go let him go watch the bad John boy, Boston. Remember how John Starks, like, what was his name? Starks, right? Yeah, John, yeah. From number New York. three from New York, the way he would guard Jordan. It's like literally two hands in the back. Oh, yeah. And Jordan <laughs> toyed with him, bro. Yeah. He just went like, yo. But if you did that to LeBron today, he wouldn't play. Oh, you'll get fouled out in the first he, three minutes. He wouldn't be playing 41 minutes a game. He no. plays 41 minutes a game. Of course, he's going to eventually. And he takes care of his body. There's, the technology is different today. Bro, all like, you got to do is this. It's a simple question. Five seconds left on the clock. It's a tie game. Or you're even down by one point. Who do you give the ball to? LeBron or Jordan? Jordan. That's it. Plus, remember this. As as much of a physical specimen as LeBron is, remember, Michael Jordan had the perfect 
build for a basketball player. Yeah. Nobody's come near it. Yeah. And Phil he Jackson had the said it. Perfect build for it. Phil Jackson said it as well when they asked him to compare Jordan to Kobe. The one thing he mentioned was Jordan was built physically. He was a different specimen. His hands cupped the ball differently. His hands were massive. Jordan. Not just the hands, his height, his weight. Well, they his, were both the same weight, same was, size. Jordan and Kobe were very similar. No, no, both six six. LeBron. Oh, LeBron. Yeah. LeBron LeBron's bigger, but Jordan was built differently. Yeah, and 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 Michael Jordan's athleticism was oh, yeah. above Kobe Bryant. I would never want to be Michael Jordan's teammate, for sure. But then when you get those championships and you look back 20 years after you retire, you think of Jordan as probably the best teammate you could have ever had, right? I think we're losing some of our audience. because Majority of our talk. audience because they're like, screw hey, the Lakers. Hey, you know what? We're here to have a conversation. You want to tune in? You can tune in. You want to tune in? Abide, change channel. Abiding is on Amazon checking out some coffins right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we had a great time that night. <laughs> I know. Seriously. Uh, any, so, did you hear anything from thing? Uh, Orslan? Sean. <laughs> okay. So did you guys? Okay. Let me ask you this. So. I don't know if you guys know this story, but this this story is on is on YouTube. It's on um, it's on multiple channels as far as like YouTube and Rumble. What about the balloon, bro? Well, we'll get to the balloon. But you guys know who Corey Benjamin is? No. Okay, so Corey Benjamin, Corey Benjamin was a prospect for the Chicago Bulls. He was basically the the guy that they were built kind of building the team around after Jordan's retirement. You say Corey. Corey Benjamin. Okay. I know, I know. We'll get to that. So Corey Benjamin, you know, uh, basically picked up by the Chicago Bulls. They were going to build the team around them. He was this amazing player, great prospect. And uh, yes. And so listen to this story. So listen to this story. This is hilarious. Uh, Corey Benjamin started talking mad shit about Michael Jordan. And this was during the lockdown era when the NBA got locked down and he started talking mad shit about Jordan and how he could carry this team and blah, 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 blah. Uh, at the time, some of Jordan's old teammates were still on the team. And while Jordan's playing golf, word got to him. Word got to Michael Jordan that, hey, listen, this this dumbass. this dumbass, this rookie, or this guy's talking shit about you. And he's saying that, you know, I could take him one-on-one. In the and bro, this is all documented. In the middle of a Chicago Bulls practice, Michael Jordan walks in unannounced. Wearing sweats and a t-shirt. He walks up to Corey Benjamin at the age of 36 years old, retired, passes him the ball and goes, check ball. <laughs> You're fucked. Who Bro, can do that? Listen to this story, guys. Only Jordan. He 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 destroyed him. I think Corey Benjamin had six points in a game of 21. He and it got to the point where the players, the Chicago Bulls players, were saying. He was telling him what he's going to do before he does it. And he was scoring at will. And when he finished, he gave him the ball. He said, look around you. And it was all the Chicago Bulls. But he goes, next time you put respect on my name before you call me out. And he walked out. Did he say bitch? Nobody else would do that. Yeah, because majority of them retire when they've already had seven injuries and they're bro, not you're even talking able to about run. a 36 year old Jordan in pants. Um, <laughs> I'm surprised Ninette is agreeing with Harry partially. No, well, Ninette, I don't think she will though. Ninette, again, Harry, if you are going off of most points scored stats, you can't. Then, then you should probably get the booster because there's a lot of stats to. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, if you look at the eight billion people out there, how many how many finals has of them <laughs> Jordan's undefeated in the finals? He has the most MVPs. He has the most finals MVPs. He has the most defensive awards. Uh, let me put it to you this way as well. Uh, there was this college kid that talked about comparing championships uh, with LeBron and uh, Jordan. He goes. Uh, how many times has LeBron been in the finals? How many times? Nineteen times. Whatever it was, maybe like eight. And how many teams? How many teams did it? Forget the teams. Forget the teams. He goes. What do you mean? Forget. No, forget the teams. This is the way this kid says it. I think it was like nine. I I got to say, Jordan's played more than one team too. Hold on, I got to see. Robert only has seven rings. Yeah. Yeah. Forget that. Okay. Three teams. Should we put him in the goat conversation? No. Why not? He has seven rings. He was a great role player. On he joined the perfect timing. Okay. On here all it the is. Teams okay. So up. LeBron. Okay. Here's the, here's what he said. He goes, LeBron James has been to the finals ten times, right? He goes, okay. Picture this. You meet, you hook up with some girl, and you go to her house six times, and you smash all six times, or would you rather meet with the girl ten times and smash four, four times? times. Which one's a better option? Well, Harry, every, Harry meets a girl 10 times and smashes 12 and times. And hopes to smash four times. <laughs> How do you guys know he's not smashing 12 times out of 10? This this was this was a college kid that brought up this example. And it's, bro, the guy is undefeated in the finals. And a lot of people will say, who did he play? Ah, washed up Carl Malone, John Stockton, and Hornacek, <laughs> or a washed up Gary Payton and Sean Kemp. Oh, like who was he playing Patrick against? Ewing. It's like, guys, it was a different era. It was it was a physical that was basketball. basketball. That was basketball. This is man. ballet. Yeah, I can't watch sports now, man. Sorry. Like, even soccer has changed. I'm a big soccer fan. Soccer has changed. Way too much acting involved in soccer. I remember a time where people the forwards would still try to go for the ball even if they'd been hit. Harari says, fun fact, Kareem has only made one three-point shot in his career. I believe it. Yeah, it's possible. Why would Kareem want to shoot a three-pointer? Don't Yao forget, Ming in Kareem's is... times, three-pointers were not that common either, guys. Well, the game has changed, and I Big think time. the Golden State Warriors changed the game of yes, basketball. Yes. Well, Big not time. the Warriors. No, but, no, no, the Warriors did But uh, that one Steph Curry. No, but Steph, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Traymond Green, and Steve Kerr as the head coach changed the game of basketball in this in the past basically six to seven years. It's a completely different game now. Just to look, here's the problem: when you just look at numbers, then you become one of those private hedge fund guys who says, "I don't give a shit if the customer's happy. I don't give a shit if our policy works. I don't give a shit if anything." As long as our numbers that we present to the shareholders is positive, we're moving forward. But if that's how you vote, then yes, LeBron James could eventually become the GOAT because he's going to play longer than anybody else. So he may have more points and more rebounds and all that, yeah. but that's not, that's not how you determine if a, if a company's doing well or not. It's not just about the numbers and the shareholders. Is it not? It's not. Again, because even if you boil down to the numbers, six of six, end of story. It's funny. And Harry, it never came to, went to a game seven. Yeah. Remember that. And it's funny. Harry's saying basically the competition was over the hill. So the Patrick Ewings, the Reggie Millers, the Akeem Olajuwans, the Clyde Drexlers, the uh, Isaiah Thomases, the David Robinsons, all those guys were basically over the hill. 
Interesting. Well, you just mentioned one of the most underrated players. Reggie Isaiah Miller? Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas? Oh, yeah. Isaiah Thomas, till today, probably one of my favorite point guards oh, yeah. of all time. Uh, Bill Russell has 11 rings. Yeah, well, I mean, Isaiah yeah, Thomas. Like, in like 1874. <laughs> see, Jordan had a hand in Isaiah Thomas not being on the Dream Team, yeah, yeah, which yeah. sucked balls because he deserved to be there. Isaiah Thomas was. <laughs> well, Isaiah Thomas, there was a lot of controversy with the whole Detroit Pistons and the Bad Boys era, so. Uh, there was a lot of controversy there. As the only as winner out of that team was Rodman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was yeah. part of the bad boys. Actually, one of the worst bad boys. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he played next to Jordan. Yeah, he did. Three rings next and, to Jordan. And, and, and the only person that could actually tame him was Phil Jackson. Rodman, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was the only person that could tame well, that guy. That, he was Zen. That guy was the master. Yeah. Could tame him. Sorry, Harry. LeBron James sucks. <laughs> Harry, one of these days... We're going to have you and Levik or you and somebody else on the show that can break down the numbers and truly. We'll just listen in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's like arguing whether Tom Brady's the GOAT or. Yeah. Uh, the balloon. Are we talking about the. <laughs> the balloon. The gender reveal balloon. Yeah, did China have a boy or a girl? China, you know what's funny, man? They blew up the. <laughs> the funny part of all this is okay. It took the Pentagon, God knows how long, to decide to okay shoot it down, but after they shoot it down, they go okay, we're gonna we're gonna break it down and figure out you know what it was. It's like, bro, you guys shot a missile at the damn thing. <laughs> it blew up in the sky. What are you gonna What are you gonna dissect to figure you out? You tell what me it the was? U.S. couldn't just bring that thing down. But it, it, even besides that, they'd like. To, the U.S. actually allowed that into our space. In our airspace. And not only airspace, military airspace. You don't think it was our own balloon trying to distract us from something else? I don't know. Could it happen? We'll find out in the next week or so what it was it distracting happen, us from. Right? If it was a China balloon, why even let it go into U.S. airspace? Why? The minute it goes into your airspace, shoot it down. Yeah, because you don't. Are you don't, we worried about pissing off China that you, much? You, well, you don't. You don't know what it. Well, they didn't know it was from China. China claimed it later, and they basically said, uh, "How dare the United States shoot down our balloon or weather apparatus? Uh, we meant no harm. It was for uh, scientific purposes. It was. It wasn't shooting anything. It was what basically a weather balloon. They're saying that it was a surveillance balloon. No, they now, said. It, they said it was a weather balloon as well. So, so is it a weather balloon or was it a surveillance balloon? Well, I, I, we don't know, right? Surveillance for what? Surveillance, sur basically the failure of media here. Wait, wait, but flying over United States military airspace surveillance, or when it was flying over United States uh, military airspace, it, it was a weather balloon. But then once it got off of that, then it was. A it doesn't matter if you are the United States of America. You want your citizens to trust you as the United States of America. You shoot that shit down as soon as it's in your. Okay, area. let me ask you guys: How long was it up in the air for? How many? How many hours? We found out three days after it was in our airspace. Okay, so we didn't I, know anything about it for the first three. It days. was shot down in Montana, right? No, it was shot down over the, the ocean. Was it, it was over the ocean or Montana? No, over the ocean. See, somebody had sent me a news saying Biden regime quietly frees one of 9-11 terrorist planners from Gitmo as the whole country watches the Chinese spy balloon. Say it one more time. Sorry. On Thursday, Majid Khan, now 42, was moved to Belize. His legal team announced 
which means this guy was freed. He was one of the 9-11 planners, supposedly. And he was freed. And he was freed while we were... All occupied by balloons. Hmm. How many total balloons were there now? In the U.S., Was one. it one? Was it three? In the U.S., one. But there were three, I think, three other ones in other con- parts of the uh, globe. I think the best tweet of the day was that one guy who tweeted out saying Trump would have shot it down within the first minute and made China pay for the missile. But yeah. What yeah, do you mean shot that down? That would have been the right thing to do. It, it wouldn't even. You can't, a fly can't even fly into airspace here, man. But like, do you understand what that's showing your people, bro? It's telling your citizens that you are not protected. We have misadvertised being the strongest country in the world. That's misrepresentation to your people, man. The people will lose trust in them. Think about it. We are not protecting our borders north, south, and right above you. Yeah, Especially by China, man. Out of like all the countries. Like, for example, if... I don't know, man. If like... Sweden was to fly oh, a balloon over, or like, oh yeah, it's Sweden, bro. Shit, we should have talked well, to Rich today too. Rich is here. China's flying a balloon in, into everybody's rich. phone via TikTok. <laughs> you don't need that balloon up in space. <laughs> all, all these morons on TikTok just sharing information. Yeah, yeah, they're already sharing it to China's <laughs> algorithms already. It's like basically, uh. Yeah, I like this. I like that. Here, I'll I'll uh, I'll go ahead and share this and share that, so you guys can send me more of this bullshit. Rich, rich things. We need ergonomic class for the wise nuts. <laughs> what are you trying to say? We're ghetto. Thank you, oh, thank you, Rich. Geez. Rich, we we gotta have Rich back on to talk. What about happened to that? With what? You guys schedule anything? With Rich? No, yeah. I know. I know. Rich wanted to come back on for uh, talks about. Armenia's basketball and obviously ge- ge- geo- geopolitics, but um, make it happen. We'll, we'll, we'll make it. Well, make it, make it happen. Maybe sometime in March with with you know we'll have Rich back on. But uh, this this whole balloon. Th- so basically, a terrorist that was involved in nine eleven was released from prison while everybody was distracted. By- it's always like that, man. Anytime something something takes place where everybody's distracted by these stupid algorithmic. Posts, something happens controversial. Yeah, that's great, Rich. Which I, I I bet people are gonna call Edgar Hayes on their next gender reveal and say, Hey, we want that Chinese but spy balloon gender reveal. You know what I was thinking of doing today? <laughs> I, was, I, I wanted to down. go live with a white <laughs> balloon with a cell phone, a few cell phones taped to it. That would have been pretty cool. And then shoot shoot, shoot the balloon the down, see what yeah, see what the, the bone arrow. see what the see what the phone records. But by the way, I saw you post something about chemtrails the other or quote unquote. Do you really believe in those chemtrails? Yes, they've admitted there's some videos. So what, what is it? What then? I, mean? I think it's just basically condensation from an airplane. Really? What the yeah. Fuck? Are you being why is serious? It? Right yeah, I'm being serious. Why are they always playing tic tac toe or some bullshit? I mean, that's just how planes. Fly. Wait, wait, wait. How come that's other so planes cute. don't have that? What other planes don't have? I live right underneath the airport. Okay. I don't see any of that. So go in the seven eighty sevens landing so right above my when head. you when you when you go into the Atlantic when you go in the middle of the Atlantic or Pacific Ocean, okay, and you look at when a seven forty seven or one of those big planes flies and the engine gets really 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 hot, 
and it's cold weather there, you'll see those same clouds. I hope patterns. you're fucking with us. No, no, that's serious. Those are not. No, bro, you're I, fucking with hold us. Hold on. What else did he say this about? Where he argued with us that it's. Not, and then it's he. Not and possible. then once everything yeah. we put slapped down in front of yeah. him, what do you say? I, I just don't believe in the chemtrails, bro. I, I, okay. I really believe those are just. Fine. It's no, called Leave it up to Mind us. You, hold on, hold on. To convince Let's, us. Yeah. It's not a religion for you to believe. No, no, no. It's not about. It's. It's. Hold on. If they need to spray shit in the air, we don't need to see. Brother, you can believe in Edgarism, but those things you don't need to. Again, hold on. If they need to spray shit in the air, you're not going to see it. It's not going to be through a chemtrail. Come on, man. Really? Oh, my God. Yes. It's not? No. It's going to be through like a hold vaccination. No, 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 no. Well, maybe through your water. But hold on. Let me ask you a question. When farmers spray pesticides on their plants yes. through those planes, do what you know how, how, how high they go when they're spraying their plants? When they spray it, right? There maybe okay, about hold 40, on. 50 Meters of whatever it is, they're not they're okay. Not, does it do you you see a trail of it, right? How soon does that trail gone? Matter of maybe seconds, let's say minutes. Do you see what you see up there when they're done? Because spraying? it's condensation. No, that all that is that's all the shit you look, and your kids and my kids are wait, breathing wait, every look, day. Understand me correctly. I'm not saying there's no such thing as chemtrails. I believe there is be shit being sprayed in our air. I do believe that planes do fly over and spray shit over. But as far as those patterns that you guys are seeing in the sky with those clouds, those are not those aren't chemtrails. That's condensation. So which one is chemtrails? You're not going to see chemtrails. You're not going to see it. Have, you haven't seen videos of those planes that have what? gas chambers yeah, um, in that, the cargo that's and what they're I'm just saying. spraying it? Absolutely. I've seen those. That's why I'm... So you know there is chemtrails. Yes, but what but I'm what saying, saying is, is... the one we're seeing, that's, that's condensation, bro. You're Listen... Whatever they want to spray in the air, whatever they want to basically infect us with, as far as whether it's the flu, whether it's influenza, or, or well, flu and influenza is the same thing, but uh, whether it's uh, COVID, whether it's whatever it is, you're not going to see it. Okay. So why don't you just pay attention to the number of kids that are going to be absent over the next couple of weeks? Okay. You don't think they're associated with one another? One another? No, I think uh, I think it's a coincidence. Uh, no, it's not. It's not that it's a coincidence. What you posted it? it when? How how many days ago Sunday. was it? Basically yesterday. No, it wasn't it was yesterday. Saturday. I think it was Friday. He no, posted. No, Saturday. no, Saturday. 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 Okay, yes. let's see in the next week or Which so. I remember. It was Saturday. Yeah. Saturday. Let's see how we many. were at NBC Park. Johnny Carson. Park. I mean, let's let's see how many people actually do get sick. But uh, in all, in all honesty, I think uh, that whole flu season thing is uh, it's is. Over with. Not that it's over with; it's died down a little bit more. But those those are not chemtrails. Don't bro. stop yeah. using strong words, bro. Dying and all that. It's cal it's but calmed down a little when bit. When you say they don't need to make it so obvious, I mean, again, could it be any more obvious than the pandemic? But think about it. What, again, what's you, so you, obvious about you, it? Again, you guys are comparing. Again, understand me correctly. I, I'm on the same page with you guys, but you can't. You can't basically argue the fact that when an engine is hot in cold space and condensation is formed. Condensation doesn't last as long as. Or what, a cloud doesn't last as long? No. Well, what happens to a cloud? A cloud, you don't see it when, when it's raining or when it's a cloud is forming and the wind is blowing well, that cloud. What happens so to that So you're comparing condensation from an airplane's uh, it's, engine it's to clouds it's that are naturally to, made? It's naturally made by what? Weather exactly. This is a, it's hot and cold, bro. That's what it is. That's all it is. Oh, that yeah. didn't, it should, you really think condensation would have been gone? Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, what Tomorrow is it? Tomorrow morning at f this. 
tonight, 4 a.m., get out of your house, turn on your car, and let's see how much condensation your exhaust pipes have. Well, up there, it's much, much colder than it is down here. How much colder? A lot colder. Fly your BMW into the class. <laughs> Seriously, Trey. If you wanna, if you wanna get a cargo plane for me, and I'll drive my Beamer inside, and then you could push me out. Just make sure there's a parachute attached to the car to me. Come on, guys, think a little bit. See, Manelli says, why would the elite spray something that could also affect them? Because the elite take prophylactics for everything that spray people. I, look again, I'm not arguing the fact that there isn't anything as far as, far as chemtrails, but come on, those guys. are not. Don't, it can't be, bro. Okay. That's okay. I mean. Okay, so you're telling me, okay, it's in the air, right? Okay, what is it doing? It's, it's showering down chemicals into us, or what is it that, what is that that's in the sky? <laughs> no, please, you you know better than I do. What is it that it's in the sky? <laughs> you tell me, what is it in the sky? What did the plane leave as far as the trail? Tell me. It's chemicals. Okay, so it's just going to stay up there? No, it's going to come down. When? Over time. That day. It just spreads. That's it spreads? Yeah, of course. Of course. So how? So when and you, you breathe it, so okay, breathe hold on. So anything that goes up must come no, down. No, no, no. True okay, or so not? I'm gonna ask you a question. Have you ever seen one of those right above you? Well, here's what Fuck, Chat I didn't GP track the damn. No, 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 no. Listen to what I'm saying. Here's to you. Have what you Chat seen GPT one? says. Let's see what Chat. Okay, the white lines that sometimes come out of airplanes are called contrails, which are condensation trails. Thank they, you. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Don't thank yourself. Chill out, homeboy. Chill out. <laughs> they, they form when hot, moist air from an airplane's engine mixes with the cold. Thank you. Low pressure air in the atmosphere causing the water vapor in the engine exhaust to condense into tiny water droplets or ice crystals that form a visible cloud-like trait. Okay. That's his contrails can persist for a few seconds to several hours depending on the atmospheric conditions. That's chat GBT. And that is exactly what okay. I was telling you okay. guys. It's condensation. Richard, now, why don't you ask Mr. <laughs> Chad GBT what a chemtrail is? What? It was... I have an account with them, by the way. Who? With AI Chat. I, I created an account with them. Oh, that's so cute. It's you, hilarious, bro. Oh, you have to have an account to be able to do I know, it. but I asked it. I You know what I asked it to do? I, I asked it to write me a this is ready with two page essay about the Pope visiting Armenia and it fucking <laughs> it's the best bro thing it, went, it went into detail I, have, I, have I was like where was this when I was in so college I'm a board member with a non-profit and then uh, they were like you know we need a biography on you I'm like what the fuck am I gonna write about myself <laughs> I swear I go to chat GPT knows more about you than I just type I say I type my name I say healthcare an entrepreneur philanthropist why is that podcast that's it yeah it writes a beautiful four paragraph you can't even do that shit of course bro and the best part of it is if you're missing something you go please add in and then you say this bro my past four listings I've used it for my the body of the you shouldn't be saying that out loud no it's it's amazing because it does an amazing job at it I used to pay people people to do it for me now i don't have to pay anybody to do it i basically have to yeah know. yeah guys uh look we're not saying don't trust the government don't trust science don't trust the government <laughs> i'm saying it right now <laughs> don't fucking trust the government the laws in this land were written for you to not trust the government the best citizens of the united states are those citizens that question the government that's my stance That's i'm gonna stick to it look Fuck at this you. patriot 
such a patriot. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, I'm surprised your parents didn't name you Patrick, the patriot. <laughs> Patrick. <laughs> Patrick Ismailian. <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh, Jesus. By the way, did your parents have any other names for you guys? Yeah, yeah, bro. What my, was yours? my name was like well, last second changed to Emmanuel. Emmanuel. Well, you know, you could get uh, mine was mine was gonna be bad, bro. I'm so glad did you they have changed any? the last minute, bro. Cool. Did you have any different names before they changed before they decided to never asked them. You should ask. My mom wanted to name me Tade. Oh shit, you yeah. Made yeah. Fun back, of her back then? Yeah, bro. My yeah, dad was yeah, like, that's not happening. My yeah, dad literally I have friends that are named Todd. My dad straight up said that's not happening. My dad is like, his name. But in Armenia, did they use it that much? It wasn't common, I'll guarantee you. It wasn't common. My mom wanted it. My dad was like, there's no way that's happening. You think. Fucking Christ, bro. My dad. Why? Todd. Yeah, you know what? No, you know what I'd be? I'd be Todd. (laughs) Hey, Todd. Just another Todd. Could you imagine? Here are the wise nuts. Armon, Edgar, and Todd. I would have fucked with you every day. No, I would have. I would. I brought. There's. There's no oh, way I would have been able to be okay with. Jess talk. says, "Did you guys not hear Mexico recently banned geoengineering in their skies?" Look, it, it seems like everybody's banning. Even China's banning certain things. Yet we're putting it into our food. China's, China's banning China's themselves. Weird, food. Bro. China's weird. They're growing their own fucking extra sun in the sky, bro. You know what's the, what's funny? My we did uh we did uh, uh Alex's birthday and we did that whole. Uh, Teething thing, automatic. automatic. So, Ella bought a pinata as well. <laughs> so she's like, "Oh, we'll go with like a you know pinata because we had like tacos and stuff." Yeah. So uh, she bought a pinata and she stuffed it with like candy and toys and like goodies for the kids. Tacos, bro. Like <laughs> the tacos, yeah, tacos. Okay, so so the kids, you know, they they smashed the pinata and like toys fell and like all. Bro, I'm looking at okay. There's like hacky sack. So like, oh, this is cool hacky sack. And then I look at it, made in China. And then I look, there's like this other thing, like this frog toy, whatever thing. I look at it, made in China. What did you think was made in China, Sweden? bro? I was like, I was praying. I was like, give me something made in like Korea or like Vietnam or like Taiwan or something, bro. Everything China, 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 China. And I'm like, oh, I give up. I give up. <laughs> I literally give up. I don't. I listen, I don't know. Like, do we really have to cut <laughs> ties with them and not build anything there at all? We are moving a lot of things to Mexico. At one point, do you guys India. think our government will understand who our main enemy is or not? China. Yeah. Hold on. But do you think Ed, the government sees it the way we see it? Ed, when you no. when you when you when you ask that question, you really think the government? You you and I see it. But the government doesn't see it. They sure don't show it, bro. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm you boy. think they're showing it to you, huh? We should connect you to Joe Biden. This Fuck guy Joe has Biden, figured bro. things out that the government has <laughs> Bro, I'm not, I'm not saying the government doesn't know. Then what? But that's not what they're showing on the outside. Well, well obviously, they're not going to. What do you mean, bro? You have, your enemy has like hold some on, type hold of on, shit. Hold on, on. Shut up, shut yeah. up. This is the guy that just said, don't trust the government because they're not showing me anything. They are not <laughs> showing I don't me. trust them. I don't. Okay, but you're saying they're not showing you. Do you really think they're going to show you? You're the one that just said that you don't trust them, right? How, how are you? Okay, wait, wait, wait. What do you want everything, them to show you? Everything. Their profit and loss statements from the trillions bro, of dollars. That they- what did this pandemic show you? That we are reliant on China, oh, right? The pandemic we are reliant to show on me China. Shit. 9-11 showed me enough. 9-11? Of course. What about it? It showed me enough. About? The government. Nah, bro. There's bigger shit to fry nowadays. Again, I'm saying for me. For as, a, as, a, as a 13-year-old in high school, it showed me enough. You were 13? Yeah, I was. 
I was 18. So how were you 13 in 2000? I was a freshman in high school. You weren't. So you weren't 13. No Aren't more. you 86? Yeah. Well, okay. 14? 15. 15. No. You're only three years younger than me, bro. 14. 15. November, November of 2021, I was 86. 15. Yeah, you're right. Look, I was, I was 13. Uh, Whatever. Maybe mentally you were 13. <laughs> we're, we're down there at 13. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> and this guy's a real estate. You can't add 86. I, for, for some reason, I he thought you were the real estate. I, I, for some reason, I thought freshmen were 13. And Who cares what freshmen were? No, no, no. Just, as far you, as age-wise. Maybe you were held back a couple of years. No, no. You had to promote that on the show? Hey, my, I was 17 and I was in uh, Cisco. <laughs> <laughs> were you valid, Victoria? Uh, super senior. <laughs> super, oh super senior. Hey, that's my word. I use that word. That's my word. You can't use that shit. Because I used it on, <laughs> I used it on some people. Did you hear what John said? John what said, tell Arnold September is before November. <laughs> September, October, November, November. January, January. <laughs> Levy says, I want to buy a nice um, ass over under hunting shotgun, but 99% of the shotguns are now made in Turkey. Yes, he's absolutely Turkey has right. become the epicenter of firearms being made and pushed to the U.S. He's right. Uh, so what is your question, Levy? <laughs> Oh, he's just telling telling us what it's like. He just if wanted you, to let us know you know about it. He was my shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Levy, we get it. We have guns. You well, have, known you have guns, and a, guns and a Mustang. Okay, we get it. So, I want to grow a mustache. Pero, pero the mustache trimmer on Amazon is from China. Oh, speaking of trimmers, <laughs> let's not get into trimmers right now. Bro. That, are we, let's are not we, get are, into hey, trimmers Are we, right are we almost there with them? Uh, yeah, I just asked him. I said, "Then what happens after that? Like, you know, that what's, what's, the, what's the payout and all that?" So I'm waiting for that. Okay, so but we're like there. Oh, we're, like, <laughs> no, we're here. Yeah, I mean, I could just say, "Okay, we're good," but I want to act like, okay, okay, no. you know, at least I'm oh. act, asking a couple of questions. <laughs> so, so desperate, desperado. Yeah, we'll take it, Harry. Put it in. Let me spread it. Let me spread it. Harry. (laughs) Harry. Let me spread it. By the way, Harry Harry has nothing to do with you. No, it's not you, Harry. Levy, so your question, I would say find that 1% that's not made in Turkey. Why is Levy yelling again? (laughs) What do you mean, Levy's yelling again? He's yelling yelling when he capitalizes. He's yelling again. Stop yelling. Nobody, <laughs> don't yell. Nobody, this guy gets offended. Nobody is yelling. Vic again. says there's a video going around Turkey blaming Pashinan and Armenia for using biological weapons to cause the earthquake. Okay, bro, calm down. And they want revenge. Is that, are you being sarcastic? Are you serious about that, Vic? Really? I highly doubt well, it. But when you talk about, I, I, basically, I don't see Pashinan doing that. He's fucking one of them. Well, when you talk when you talk about a uh, an earthquake that's basically man made, you go all the way. Ed, well, Edgar believes this the one in Spitak that took place. He thinks it was artificial. Yes, I do believe that was artificial. From Russia or where? Not from Russia. By Russia. By Russia, definitely. Prove me wrong. 
bitch. <laughs> or you could say, Edgar, please give Prove us the fa- facts, facts for us. Are you fucking I was six years old or seven years old at the time, bro. And you came but up with that theory when wait, you were wait, six? Wait, I was, I was, were you there? Hold I on. was not there. I was were you Ar- there? I was in no, Armenia. I was, I was there. I was here. And I felt it. And after coming here, experiencing the three earthquakes here, including that big one from Northridge, completely different. <coughs> completely different, guys. Yeah, because... Ed, co- how do you Ed? remember it as a six-year-old? Please. Well, I remember. What do you mean, how do you Bro, remember? The only thing I remember as a six-year-old was me falling off my rollerblades and smacking my face on the concrete. That's he all remembers I remember. the action, <laughs> how the... How the, I remember the moment very how, clearly. How do you remember? It? I remember what I was doing. I remember everything that happened. Yeah, but it wasn't as strong in Albovion as it was in Gyumri, where not. my cousins no, were. I, like, well, see, I went to Gyumri. Yeah, so my, 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 yeah, my cousins told me about like what took place and how they reacted to it. My, my, my uncle. Someone's here. Cleaners next door. The cleaners next door. The cleaners are pissed off. One of them didn't clean the toilet well. But uh, see, my my cousins told me the stories where my uncle grabbed one nephew and the other nephew on the other arm, and he ran down the stairs. And he was like, the building was shaking left and right, left and right. And he was like, we were slamming into the walls. And then he went back up to grab grandma and then carried grandma down. But the buildings were built so poorly in the Soviet era where that's why a lot of people felt it. Whereas here in Los Angeles during the Northridge earthquake, the earthquake, yeah, it was a it was a fairly strong earthquake. But the engineering that goes into it, the architecture that goes into it, the build quality that goes in it was nowhere compared to what it was in Armenia. If the same build quality... The weapons the communists had in Spitak buried in those bunkers... We're never found after that. We're not saying it's not possible. What I'm saying personally is how you feel and how you react to something when you're six versus when you're 13. It's different. Different. But the memory-wise, bro, I remember it very clearly. Yeah, you remember. See, you you can ask people that were there, man. It was an earthquake. It was not a bomb, bro. Minelli, um, I remember Harp, and I think so did the... Yeah, guys here, it was Jesse Ventura at the time when he had his uh, reality show documented on Harp and its capabilities. Alex Jones was talking about Harp like 15, 20 years ago, way before that. Before Jesse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way before Jesse. What is Harp? What is Harp? What is Harp? Harp stands for High Frequency Active Rural Research Program. It's like a big microwave. Huge microwave. Basically, I remember one of the things they were talking about is how HARP has the capability. It's not near Hawaii. I thought it was near Alaska. It okay. has the capability, yeah, let's say, Alaska. to fight a war where it just sends, sends out frequency waves and it could just pretty much just uh, destroy yeah. the soldiers without a single bullet, for well, example. It's weather control or at it the could, same time. Or it could cause weather... Real through frequencies. Yeah. I mean, I remember there's been, again, I don't know if this is a myth, stories or whatnot, but I remember years ago how they would talk about in Moscow, Leningrad, St. Petersburg, yeah. how there's been times where if they had a parade and it was going to rain, they would alter the... Uh, well, that's different, bro. That's the same things they use in Armenia to disperse the clouds. That's completely different. 
and those uh, so those are made to not damage the crop right so what they do is they blow up the clouds in the area where they're growing crops so the hail doesn't damage the crops how the hell do you blow up a crop crop the clouds it's pretty much a rocket launcher and you just fuck up the atmosphere let me tell you this screw up the atmosphere in order for our crops not to check this out Armenia, when we were fighting Azerbaijan in the 90s, the only weapons we had to start with were those launchers that were made for the clouds. I'm not kidding you, bro. You could look this up. I guess we were playing God, changing the weather, huh? No, that's... Com- bro, communist Russia used those from the 50s, 60s. It just blows up the clouds so that you don't get hail in that area. You know, today, because they're not using those... Armenia actually still makes those Zenit. It's uh, made by Zenit. They still make them in Armenia today. Right. They disperse clouds. Doesn't believe anything until. Oh, no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. No, it's just talking. on purpose. They disperse the clouds so they look, don't. I just look. I just look at it as okay. Okay, you're shooting a rocket into the sky, fucking up the atmosphere. Okay. <laughs> sure. It's gonna. It's gonna disperse the clouds. I guess. I promise you it's real. <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying it's not real. I see, I see, I can see it happening. Yeah, you're obviously you're shooting. There's going to be a massive explosion in the sky. Yeah, you hear it. I've oh yeah, of course. It. But so, it's like, so why can't California use that to overcome the drought we have? Don't fucking get me started on the drought, bro. It rains so much, and there's so much water wasted. Oh. I guarantee you, nonsense, Newsom. It's going to come out in the summer and say we're in a drought. Again. 100%. And if they say that, bro, I'm going to lose my shit. Man. What are you going to do about it? Nothing. Wait, that piece of shit. Gonna I'm going to lose my yeah, shit. You're going to post you're something. Gonna, yeah, I'm going to post something because, take a shit. because my, my post is going to be as effective as those tweets that were posted this afternoon. Interesting. Yeah, well, 95% of the rain went into, back into the ocean. Yeah, like it's like, wait, where because, in, look, did it come from the ocean? It went into the ocean. I said it went into the ocean. It said back into the ocean, which is wrong. Okay. Love, well, technically... No, no, no. Some of it does evaporate from the ocean, but but it's not just a matter of putting a bunch of buckets all over to collect the rain. You know no, that, right? No, obviously, it has to do with the concrete. Has to be specific type of concrete. Uh, there has to be collective grounds and all that. It's not. Listen, there was a beautiful. There's a beautiful wash near my house, about a block and a half, two blocks down, and. When I was dropping off my daughter to school, I got to drive over that wash in order to get to uh, her school. And there was plenty of water running through that wash that could have been stored somewhere. It's cute how everybody just looks outside. That's plenty of water to water all the almonds. No, 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 no. Not, not, <laughs> what, not, not what was coming down. What was running through that wash. Yeah, Sorry, that's too late already. That's gone. Yeah, like uh, I said, it's, it's it takes... The infrastructure has to be changed. I'm not saying it's not doable, but it's not something you just do today. You have to start it today so it's available 10 years from now, 20 years from now. Yeah, you know what's crazy? I have a client I sold a property to in uh, in Acton. And, you know, he's he's using it for, he's, he's storing like a lot of his uh, tractors and, and stuff like that because it's a very large land and it's very, very small house. So he uses that small house as uh, like an office space for him. It's like 800 square feet. So he uses it as an office space and storage for his tools. And then the rest of the land he uses for his tractors and all that stuff. And there's a well on the property. And when we were buying the property, you know, I asked him, I said, uh, look, there, there's a well on the property. There's no, na- there's no water line. And then 
you know, he's he's uh, from El Salvador, and he was it's like, good and he was like, what kind of well is it? Is it vertical or horizontal? I said, well, what do you mean horizontal? He goes, you know, ask him if it's horizontal. Because when you think of a well, you, you think, think vertical, vertical, yeah. right? You're gonna drop down the bucket, pull it up. So I called the agent up and asked him. I said, look, is it, I mean. I, I've never I don't heard. Want to sound stupid. I don't, yeah, I was like, listen, I, I've never heard of it before. But he's asking me, you know, is it a vertical or horizontal? And he goes, Oh, you, your client's done this research already. I go, Why? He goes, It's a uh, horizontal. I go, You're kidding? He goes, Yeah. He goes, Just tell him it's unlimited water. I go, What do you mean unlimited water? He goes, Remember when you guys came to the property? There was these giant, two uh, hundred gallon tanks there. He go, I go, Yeah. He goes, those come with the property. So he, when he buys it, we're going to leave those there because those are where the water fills up. That's where it pumps into. I go, yeah, but I mean, those will run out quick. He goes, no, 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 no. When, when it those refills itself, when those empty out or when those fill up, uh, you got to figure out what you're going to do with the water that's going to continue to pump out. I'm like, you're kidding me. So I'm like, it's just free water just running through. He goes, yeah, yeah. You could sell it to the fire department. You could sell it to your neighbors. And so I, I, I call up my client. We're going to call him Alfredo. And I go, Alfredo, it's a horizontal well. Oh, my God, Pedro, this is great. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, I, I could sell the water to the fire department and we could use it for construction and blah, 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 blah. Bro, he has unlimited amount of water running underneath his house. And, he, supply, and he supplies it to. That's a come up right so there. So when you think of like drought, 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 it's like, all right, well. At least if we are in a drought, we know where to go. No, it's like, no, okay, this guy's got a well that's and mind you, this was five years ago, man. This guy's like I, I talked to him because he does some construction for not only me, but for people I refer him to. And I'll always ask him about the well. I go, has the well dried up? No. No, still yeah. coming. It's still it's still pero it's still coming. It's, <laughs> it's good for you today. It's good for so if we're in the drought, drought. it's good for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Minelli says to save small microbial organisms. California has been releasing the water to supply small streams. Officials are starting to speak out. Uh, Levick says, I live 20 minutes from Lake Mead. Vic says, we have the technology to take the ocean salt water and purify it into clean water. Israel is using it, but won't because there is no money in it. Um, Jess says they're having talks about our water usage regarding the Colorado River. They want California to take less. There you go. It's not just the water, bro. Today, <laughs> have you seen? I've seen your gas bills recently. I swear, oh, to, bro. You, you know how much my gas bill bro, was I today. I remember how gas. Well, ninety-one. We came. I remember gas bills okay. three to four dollars. Bro, my gas bill when I first moved into the place was like thirteen dollars the most. What did you pay this time? <laughs> Altadena, you know how much I paid. Or I'm going to pay February 27th. Go ahead. $1,349. What? I was expecting $300. What are you talking about, bro? $726. $726. Oh. Honey, don't show me that bill. I got my gas bill and I didn't open it. Neither. I literally got it today. There you go. Oh. But yeah, I believe it. I believe it. $1,349. Nice. Now, you know what it is? Honestly, like, I, and I was sorry, kids. Papa's got a yeah. See, I, gas I was I was talking to one of the pa- <coughs> one of the parents when I was dropping off my daughter uh, today at school, and you know we were talking about the whole gas bill situation, how gas, how his gas bill was 
his gas bill was in the 700s as well. And I was like, bro, you know what it is, man? I'm like, as an adult, if it was just me and my wife, right? We would basically, at night, we would have a very thick blanket over us and we'd sleep comfortably, comfortably at 65 degrees easily. Easily. We'd sleep through the night. We'd yeah. be like, you know what? It's fine. But the, f- and even my Eileen, my Eileen, when you, when she's in bed and she has one of those thick blankets on her, she's fine. And I got to actually leave her door open because it gets too hot. It gets too hot. But with my Alec, bro, like it's like 2 a.m. or 3 a.m. and he's laying down and all of a sudden the, uh, you know, whatever's on him as far as a blanket comes off and it's on his feet, he f- he'll freak out. Ah! Really? Oh, yeah, he'll be like, oh my God, it'll get, get cold. And he doesn't yeah. know how to pick the blanket back up yeah, and yeah. put it over him. So, unfortunately for us, I got to have my heater on running constantly. So that's why uh, my bill's at. Uh, I mean, isn't there some type of, what do you call that, limit? Uh, like, how can you just increase something by 400%? Is that even legal? Because imagine this. Imagine, obviously, it's imagine a seventy-five-year-old that's living in a house, right? Paid-off house. Their property taxes three hundred dollars a month. They're living on set income six hundred fifty bucks a month of social security. <clears throat> their gas bill is whatever hundred bucks a month, and now all of a sudden it's four hundred fifty. How are they supposed to pay for that? That's 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 one of the reasons why I'm against, uh, you know property reassessments in the state of California, which a lot of people are actually for, not only in the state of California, but in, in the county of Los Angeles, there's a lot of people that are for property reassessment, which occurs a lot in um, the Midwest and in Texas and stuff where they reassess your property every year or every two years. You can't do that in California because a lot of these older people who bought their homes, you know, in the early 90s or in the 80s for, you know, a hundred thousand or less. Imagine reassessing their home in Los Angeles, and I'm not saying forget out, forget Glenda. Property taxes. Forget Glenda. Let's say, for example, in Studio City or in Sherman Oaks or in Encino, where they're in a nice pocket above the boulevard, but in a very you know suburb area, yeah. where a home in that area, on average, a three bedroom was selling for one two one three, but they bought it for. That's one hundred fifty thousand. Imagine reassessing those people, and they're in their seventies. They they can't afford. They to, can't even afford property tax at this point. They'll leave. They have yeah. no choice. Their property tax is higher than their income. One hundred percent. And now, like this, that's why I'm against it. So now, when you have this whole gas situation, and it's funny you say that because this whole gas bill hike happened as soon as that article came out where it said gas stoves are killing people. And everything needs to be electric. It's like, hey, listen. We, it's like, bro, listen. It's like, it's like, morons. You built all these luxury condos in Glendale and in the Valley. And in the summertime comes around, you're telling us to turn our ACs off because the power grid can't handle it anymore. And you're telling us to charge our cars at a certain amount of time. But you, yet you're telling us, you know what? Get rid of your gas stoves and put electric stoves. Well, what do you think? When they turn off your power... You don't have a gas stove. So what is it going to take for us to say enough is enough? Honestly. You do what uh, our good friend did. Leave. Leave. Who? Which good friend? Hector. Hector. Why did Hector leave? He got fed up. You leave. 
obviously California has a way of keeping us all here. We keep complaining, we keep bitching about it, but are we doing anything about it? Don't pay your fucking thirteen hundred gas bill. Yeah, are right. you gonna not pay it? They'll shut your gas off like in a matter of days. Would they? Would they? they would. No, they wouldn't. How about you're delinquent no, two they months? They will shut your gas off. No, they won't. What are they gonna do? How about, I don't I'm know. Still, bro. I'm still. I'm still. Way, I still have a case open with SoCal Gas. When when we bought our house, I had a brand new washer dryer put in, brand new in my laundry room and the access to my attic is through my laundry room. I didn't put it in my hallway on purpose because I didn't want that box to show. So I put it in my laundry room. This piece of shit employee from SoCal Gas stepped on my brand new washer dryer, dented it and went up into the attic because he was too lazy to bring a fucking ladder into that laundry room. And I, and I, I walk into my laundry room. Number one, he has his finger stains all over my ceiling where the access panel was. My laundry was dented. I snapped photos of it, of the ceiling and my laundry, and I sent it to him. My tags were still on the fucking laundry, bro. And I sent it to SoCal Gas. I said, look at what your employee did. Well, do you have proof of it? I'm like, the house is empty. No one's living in the house. He had he basically walked into the house. He came into the house. There was access to the, to the what's it called, the attic. Instead of putting a ladder, he used my washer dryer as a ladder, and he went up there, and I mean... Forgive me, but if I'm blind or stupid, these footprints are not my footprints. They're construction workers' shoes footprints, and these dents are brand new. So you need to explain to me who's going to pay for my washer dryer. Nothing ever happened. No, you're never going to get hold of them. Uh, they're, they're, the, claim, the claim is open till today, but they won't pay well, me. What claim? Court. you got to take them to court. For what? For for basically a, yeah. a twelve hundred dollar washer, yeah, that's washer, totally and a eleven hundred dryer. They would rather pay you that twenty five hundred than to show up to court. But you have to take the right step. Just claiming, fuck, they don't care about that. Bro, they have a monopoly. If they're the only <laughs> one in town, they don't give. Who yeah, am I going to use do. for gas instead of SoCal gas? No, no, no. I'm not saying, bro. I'm t- saying, take them to court. Get your twenty five hundred bucks. Hire John. He'll take you to court. Yeah, right. Pay John about $5,700 per hour. Okay, let me put it this way. John, if you're willing to do it, you could keep half. That's a high percentage, John. I'm I'm not joking. Just a letter to Sogas if you could do it. Here, John. John, take it. take it up. And this is on, John this is on video, so I can't even, I can't even, I John, can't even retract I my statement. John, I want 50% bro. Do you want any of it, uh, I don't know. The IRS is watching what I deposit. <laughs> <laughs> <Do> I <count? laughs> hey guys, don't Venmo or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't Venmo. Don't Venmo or sell anything. You, you Venmo me more than seven dollars, chances are they're gonna break through the ceiling. Or pot on ladies, but to me pot on well, you guys are laughing. I, didn't the IRS try to hire 87,000 armed agents or something? I think that went down the road. Oh, man. I don't know. I Anything we missed? No. no, seriously. That was a good day. Was, it was nice it was a good today. Day. It was, we had, we had uh, Donald Bush yeah, on. Thank you, Donald, we, yeah, for last had, minute joining us. That's awesome. Man. We talked about balloons. We talked about nothing from Sean. The gas company. No, he's probably no. sleeping or doesn't have access to internet. Yes. Yeah, that's possible. Uh... Everybody, I guess, uh, are we missing anything? Do we any shout outs, anything like that? Yeah, we do, definitely. 
Is this is this bros and booze? Okay, uh, guys. Before we end the show, really quickly, we want to give a shout out to uh, Harry and Ara Bays. Uh, Harry, what's Harry's last name again? Sorry. Ohanesian. There we go. Okay, sir. Uh, very quickly before we end the show, Harry Ohanesian and uh, Ara Basil host a podcast known as Bros and Booze Podcast. This Wednesday at seven thirty p.m., they will be live on YouTube, and their special guest will be. Mayor Artie Kasachian, uh, city mayor of Glendale, on the show. And they'll obviously be doing Q&A with him, and they'll be talking about a wide variety of topics. So if you guys are free on Wednesday and uh, have time, tune in live with them for Q&A. You guys could uh, basically chime in and ask your questions live with, you know, Mayor Artie Kasachian there. And, uh, Is it Kasachian or Kasab- yeah, Kasachian? Kasachian, no, Kasabian, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Eric, uh, Mayor Ardi Kasachian, live and in person. You can ask your questions, and hopefully he'll answer them live on the show. Uh, Bros and Booze podcast, uh, Harry Onesian and Ara Basil, uh, fellow podcasters alongside with the Wise Nuts and Mirhill Snit. So uh, big shout-out to them. Wednesday, 7.30 p.m., live on YouTube. Follow them for more details. Uh, as, as far as you, some of you asking about Andrew Tate, yeah, not, we're not go. discussing because there's no updates on it. Some of you may be aware they're being represented by a uh, Armenian, Armenian attorney from New York, uh, Tina Glandian. Uh, she had a brief interview with Piers Morgan stating that as of now, no charges have been placed against them. So uh, the maximum amount of time that uh, Romania can hold them without actually pressing charges is six 30-day increments, which is 180, 180 days. Dang. Uh, but anything outside of that, there's no update, so we don't know. Except for Jesse saying there's some type of a, a letter from Andrew Tate donating $100 million to... For men's defense against false claims, yeah. Uh, okay. Is that true, Jess, or are you being... I, I saw an article about yeah. it. Yeah, but I mean, it's nothing. Again, look, man, when he went to jail, we thought he was out, and he was out and about talking. Long behold, no, he was actually still detained. So, again, I, I don't... The funny thing is he's tweeting in jail as well. That's he's not. <laughs> it's his staff doing it. I, I get Tina, it, but... Tina it, confirmed today. Yeah, that, but I, it's there's... There's he's saying he has no access to any visitors. But hold on, how is he getting a hold of the, the people to tweet for him then? No, you guys realize he has staff, right? Yeah, staff. No, that's what I'm saying. He's saying he has no visitors, no access to anybody. Yeah, but how is they're saying he has? The, so then, how is he so, getting information to these people? They're to saying tweet for the him? other brother has uh, Tristan has access to visitors. So okay, Tristan. So, not and, getting so access. Andrew gives the information to Tristan. Tristan gives it. Again, I don't even know they like, get to see no, each other. Look, we guys, don't know enough about no, Nobody knows enough until these guys are out. And hopefully, you know what? God willing, these guys are out soon and we can get Andrew on because that's what literally we Bro, mentioned it and the guy went to fucking jail. Imagine how tough it's going to be to get yeah, him on after geez, he gets out. man. So I mean, we'll figure it out. Guys, by the way, we are also uh, working on sponsorship deals as far as uh, possible sponsorship on the show. So we'll get you details on that as well. Um we're, it's we're, a yeast infection product. Yeah, yeah, yeast. it's topical. Some of you, use <laughs> <laughs> a glove when you. Put or some of you assholes, we're gonna get a sponsorship with Preparation Age because you're all assholes. You're gonna need that. <laughs> <laughs> and all you pussies. Uh, oh damn, Edgar went there right away. Well, not even, you. not even, not even. Hey, a, it's end of the night. I can say what yeah, I want. I'm over it's forty. Thing, it's good thing you didn't drink it. Anyway. Seriously, yeah, I don't need alcohol, guys. God knows what you just said then. Uh, all right, 
Uh, other than that, I guess, guys, thank you for tuning in with us. Thank you for being with us on this Monday. Uh, this Today's podcast will be up and running on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, all major platforms. Guys, thank you so much for the views. Our numbers on Spotify and iTunes are amazing. Um, thank you, thank you, thank the downloads you. Are, the downloads are amazing as well. We appreciate every single one of you. U.S., Canada, Armenia, Netherlands, all over the freaking world, man. We freaking love you guys. Honestly, we do. Uh, thank you for all the help. Thank you for all the support. Thank you for all the downloads. Uh, and uh, sure, we'll sure, have a sure. special guest, Mania. Uh, not Mania. Excuse me. Right. That crazy, coño. Yeah. Next, Lunes. It's good for you. We go for you. Yeah. We have our next. We have a show for you next week. We have a guy. Speaking of special guests, uh, that special guest does have uh, Hispanic blood in him. So it'll be mm. a very, very interesting. So he has Hispanic semen in him, too. Not just yeah. blood, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hispanic that's semen, definitely. blood. I mean, he'll, this guy's a scientist. That let's put it this way. He'll he'll elaborate on that. So Or or she or whatever you want to identify as. But uh, we'll see you guys <laughs> next week. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. We love you. Mwah. Thank you. Take Bye, guys. Take it easy. That's a color. <laughs>